Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go, Arnie. Ah, Pike, is that you? Pike? I wasn't I wasn't prepared that you were going to be here today. Why? Well, listen to you. You sound like hell. Why were you not prepared for me to be here? Something go on? Something happen? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I want to make an opening statement. I want to say this. I want people on Twitter to take it easy on Plank tonight. He's he's very very touchy. So look, take nah, it easy. Plank, no, Plank knows Listen, his team Arnie, is going Arnie, to speak for me. For, don't speak for I, me. Don't I, no, no, speak for okay, me. But you stop okay, it. Okay, I'm okay. not being touchy tonight. Okay. I'm fine. Lincoln okay. Riley left. It's okay. The I'm Raiders won this your week. Loss, Chris. Oklahoma I'm, lost. I'm it's sorry, all good. It happens. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, Chris. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I know I'm not. I'm not. So, I'm not. so don't pander or don't be a, an a-hole. I'm fine. Listen, coaches leave all the time. They just don't take oh. step downs like Lincoln Riley did. I don't know what his wow. deal is. He wanted wow. to get to that Pac-12 so he could have that easy route so he didn't have to worry about teams like LSU and Texas A&M. He wanted the easy path with well, Arizona and Arizona wow. State, you UCLA. Know, I, he wanted I, that glided path towards a title. I want you to understand sometimes a woman leaves the marriage because she wants certain things in the marriage like a nice house a big house a nice car and she knows if she stays with that guy she's never going to leave that one bedroom apartment you understand what i'm saying lincoln riley well if seven million dollars a year is a one bedroom apartment then my friend (laughs) you suck at budgeting arnie you really no listen hey uh lincoln riley left oklahoma for those that are new to the show or haven't had a chance to catch us uh i live in norman my nine to five is covering Oklahoma Sooner football, basketball, baseball, softball. I'm not. I, I know people will be like, "Oh, you're employee of the university." No, no, I don't work for the university. You're not going to USC um, with him, are you? 
Well, I, I cannot confirm and or deny that. Okay, so okay that's what I want to want You want to start talking all this gas. How do you know that I'm not going to be out there in L.A.? And Bobo, Danny G, and DeSager and I won't be plotting to get ourselves solo gigs and get you out of here. Um, but I, I will say this. I, I've, yeah. done a, I've done radio for a long time. I've covered this team for a long time. I've covered college football for a long time now. This is top five. No, 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 not top five. Numero uno, top of the depth chart. Most incredibly shocked I've ever been. Wow. I mean, jaw dropped, shocked, blown away. Um, Bob Stoops retiring, which, by the way, I'm, I'm watching the game right now, and there is a Bob Stoops tequila commercial on right, right. now. That's, that's my head coach right now, baby. But um, Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma for USC. Now, I want to be clear. Lincoln Riley leaving was not really a surprise because you started hearing the LSU stuff and it just seemed like it wasn't going away, right? You and I talked about it, I gosh, I feel like almost every Sunday night for the last month. Right. But it kept coming up. And so you're like, is, is there something to this? People that were really close to the program are like, I don't know. Um, so I, I would not have been shocked. But when it was USC, Arnie, for how many times have we talked, when we talk about all the great uh, vacancies right now in college football, right? Talk about LSU. Uh, there was always a name attached to it. Talked about Florida. There was always a name attached to it. Um, hell, if you, I mean, in, any of the other vacancies you want to add. When we talked about USC, what would, I mean, it's quiet. There's not a lot of names attached to it. And I can't help but wonder if this was the why, if they knew that they were going to swing for the fences and hit a home run, man. They, listen, all joking aside, yeah, I'm bitter. I'm pissed. I'm upset, but it's life. It's life and it happens. But USC went out, Arnie, and they made one of the best hires in college football that has been made maybe in the last 20 years. Wow. Think about it, right? Actually, if you do think about it, there's a lot of people that think opposite of that. Really? Yeah, really. Okay, I'd like. They said to he meet inherited because- a team with some pretty good quarterbacks, and if he didn't have number one draft picks as quarterbacks, um, you know what would he have done? And okay. you know, let's let's see him do it on his own up there okay. in USC. Well, I mean, listen, don't put me in a position where I have to defend Lincoln Riley. Uh, you made me defend Kansas City, and I've been proven to be right. But uh, if you want to say that. Okay, I mean, maybe it's fair, Arnie, to say he was born. What's the Jim Harbaugh line? A lot of people act like they hit a home run, but they were born on third base this yeah, week. Exactly. If you exactly. want to say that about Lincoln and, and inheriting that's what Bob Stoops enough. did, that's that's fine, right? That's Absolutely. fair. And and maybe there's a little Brett Bielema to this, right? When Bielema right. was at Wisconsin, there was always uh, talk about Barry Alvarez and how it was never going to really be his thing. I don't know, um, but. Uh, this has been wild to try to figure out the why behind it. And, you know, when you're at a place like Oklahoma, suddenly and, – and listen, you and I went back and forth on text earlier, and I realized I don't I, – I did ever – I'm this – as the sideline guy, I did every single game that Lincoln Riley ever coached at Oklahoma, from when he was the offensive coordinator for two years to when he was the head coach. I interviewed him after every single game. I did his coach's show. I knew his family. I knew his kids. But did I really know him? Right. right. Could I text him right now and be like, congratulations, coach? Probably not. You know, and I don't think a lot of people had that relationship with him. And I think what we found out, and this isn't a knock, this is just kind of his personality. Didn't really know him. Right. Didn't really know his motivations or what he wants. And, you know, I don't think it had anything to do with the SEC, but who knows? Maybe he looked at it and thought, oh, we're not ready to go to the SEC. I don't know. Um, I sure as hell don't think it had anything to do with him not wanting a challenge because that's kind of soft if that's the case, right? I just 
I don't think we ever really knew the guy. And I don't think he liked the fact that he wasn't getting a lot of uh, kudos and respect because here's a team that was 9-0 and and all we did was bitch and moan about it all year long. So kudos to USC. I think they made a hell of a hire. I think it's one of the most impactful hires that I've seen over the last uh, decade and maybe even longer. And I'll be curious to see who's next at Oklahoma. Uh, Chris, Crazy you know, last day. night, last night I was filling in. I was on with Torres, and he was talking about uh, maybe Lincoln Riley going to LSU. And then, literally, like twenty minutes later, came the quote, "I'm not going to LSU." Right. And and I said, "Why would you go to LSU if you're going to turn down the Dallas Cowboy job?" And there's still no doubt in my mind if he wanted the Dallas Cowboy job, he oh, could have Jerry would have hired him. Yeah. Yes. And so I go, if you're going to turn down Dallas Cowboy, the only job you're really going to take is USC. My buddy LSU. heard you and texted me today and said, don't let Arnie act like he called Lincoln to USC. He was just theorizing it. But it's a beautiful theory on your part, and it worked out, right? It worked out right. I mean, I, I got to be right every once in a while. My question is that we were arguing about this on Twitter. Or, uh, we were texting each other. I really believe that Lincoln Riley was afraid to go to the SEC. He knew that he wasn't going to win. And you know what? Unfortunately, it's going to look bad on you one way or the other, and you can't deny it, either he was afraid of going to the SEC or he didn't think he could win with Oklahoma in the SEC. It's one or the other or both. Either way, either way, you can't handle the truth because he wasn't going to win with – and by the way, commits already decommitted from Oklahoma, so that's bad news for Oklahoma as they head into the SEC. Well, that's a 2023 class, and yes, you kind of knew it was because it was a lot of California guys, including Look at Malachi me doing Nelson. my homework on who you uh, lost to. I was ready uh, for you today. Oh, I, of course you are, because you're a horrible friend. <laughs> hey, no, I'm being dead serious. You're kind of an a-hole, because there was never a moment where, dude, this is your 9 to 5. This is how you put food on your family's table. Is everything okay? No, it's all oh. like, blank, blank, ha, ha, ha. It's like, you're just the worst. Uh, and then you want to send a Christmas present and act like you're a nice guy when you're not. I mean, am I wrong? Bubba, am no, I wrong? You're pretty much, you nailed no. the right on there. You, you it's absolutely right. right. You feel like the Christmas present gives you a year to be an a-hole. Hey, my team's but, one in ten. What do you want from me for crying out loud? Well, I sent you a Christmas present, so ha, 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 you suck. Your team stinks. I mean, that's what you do. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he doesn't think Oklahoma is in a position where they can win in the SEC, but you've been the guy building that for five years some people think that maybe they didn't like the idea that they follow the rules to the degree that they do maybe they wanted a little bit more gray area i don't know um but i will tell you i firmly believe oklahoma's going to get a good coach i think when they go to the sec they're going to win and i think it's going to be fun to follow both programs now to see because usc doesn't have a ton of talent right? right i mean they got a few good players and i like the the what jackson dart kid a lot but who knows maybe Caleb Williams is your quarterback next year with a one-time transfer rule. But it's going to be fascinating to see. Oklahoma's got to hire someone quick because signing day's right around the corner. That's right. And obviously a lot of these coaches are going to be going with Lincoln Riley. So it's going to be a, a wild couple of weeks, I think, here in, the, here in not just Oklahoma but across the country. I want to break a story, but I really don't have any sources. How do I do Do I pretend like I have sources like everybody else? Well, you're on a national radio show with uh, hundreds of affiliates, so it's not a bad way to go about it, I would say. Well, I, I could just pretend I have sources, and that's what everybody else does out there. But I really know, I already know who the next head coach of Oklahoma is going to be anyway. Who is that? Oh, I, I've, I've, I have it in my bones. I feel it in my bones. Well, it's I mean, good news it. for you. Okay. It's going to be Bob Stoops. Now, Bob ain't going to. He'll be the interim he'll coach, come back. and that's it. Not, nah. he'll, well, he'll come back for about one or two years. No. Nah. 
I don't yeah. think so. Yes, he's yes, enjoying. Uh, okay, then if this is what we're going to do all night long, I'm going to take the rest why, of the night why, off. Why do you what, say yes, why? No, everything yes, I say, no, no, everything yes. I say, you always poo it, even though I'm right about every. I'm the one that said Lincoln Riley to USC yesterday. Again, you didn't say Lincoln Riley to USC. You theorized about why would you leave for that job when you could leave for this job. Quit trying to pat yourself on the back. Bob Stoops is loving retirement. Really? That's what it is. He, He's going to come back and coach one game and realize, yeah, uh, I'm going to go back to be on the set at Fox. Uh, I wouldn't mind it. But Lincoln, uh, Bob Stoops got out of coaching because he was, I think he was kind of tired of coaching for a while. And he did the whole XFL thing and had some fun with that. But, you know, Arnie, it's back to a grind when you're a coach. You know, you've got to recruit. Now you've got the video side of it where you can make these hype videos for recruits. There's a lot to it. I mean, it's just the bottom line more than anything else is, I mean, he'd be fun and it'd be great, but I, I think he's like in retirement too much. I really well, do. There's really not too many candidates out there. I mean, if you want to do what Venables or Beamer, some people are saying Shane Beamer, uh, the coach from uh, what, Baylor, uh, Matt Campbell from Iowa State, and that's pretty much it, isn't it really? I, I don't know what else you're going to do. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know how they're going to get by with eight guys you just named. There's hardly any <laughs> candidates out there. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? There's no candidates out there. Arnie, this is a job. I tell you right now that yeah. if you just – if you put – I heard Andy Staple say this, and I think it's true. If Joe Castiglione said – uh, I'm going to take 10 interviews right now uh, for anyone that wants him. You would have 90% of the coaches in college football, maybe if not more, race to try to get an interview for this job. And so I'm just telling I think that it's a good job. I think it's a great job. I think it's a great program. I don't think there's just a handful of people out there. I think there's a lot of people that are going to want this job, and I think they're going to hire someone pretty quick. You mentioned Brent Venables. Won yeah. a couple national championships as a defensive coordinator at Clemson. Won one at Oklahoma. Beloved figure. Shane Beamer. Dude was here for three years, made a huge impact, and is an awesome guy. But I can't – You know, can you be one and done at the place that gave you your not shot, sure. right? Yeah, that's that's sure. kind of tough, right? So there's – there's a lot of names that will be brought up for this. Josh Heupel is a guy that went to uh, Tennessee but had a, a kind of wild end at Oklahoma whenever he was fired as their offensive coordinator. Did a nice job in one year at Tennessee. Lane Kiffin's name has been mentioned as a possibility, though. I think Lane Kiffin might be interesting at LSU if they decide to go in that direction. No, man, I think there's a lot of potential opportunities out and, there for guys. And I know you were kidding around when you opened up the show today. Um so, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you do realize that USC is is the better job between the two, right? You do understand that. No, I don't. Oh, well. I mean. Does that make my take any stronger if I <laughs> sniffle after it? Believe me, all, all the listeners know it, too. Because, first of all, you're talking about going out to Los Angeles. You're going to the oh, Pac-12. Where it's going to be easier you to win. win. I mean, you're, you win you, there. SEC is going to be tough for Oklahoma from the beginning on out. SEC is tough for everybody. Right. Florida so, just hired a coach a year after he was in the SEC championship game. So, you know, you're going to go through a lot of growing pains there. Everything besides USC has the much better history um, than Oklahoma, right? Or I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah. And what does history get you right now? You know, who has a hell of a history as a program, Nebraska. We're patting yes. them on the back for only losing close games. So, listen, Lincoln Riley wanted to be there. I'm not going to get in a pissing match about it can't programs be because of money. or traditions. 
I bet he's going to get a lot of money. But he was getting seven million dollars in Norman. And, and by what's the he way, get in L.A. ten million, se- seven mil based on and and USC's private, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, so they don't yes. have to release the the details no. of the contract, right? Um, but seven million in Norman uh, would probably be like what uh, twelve million in L.A. Right, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I, it'll be very interesting to see what those numbers look like. But hey, it happened. Who cares what what is the more traditionally rich program? Uh, Lincoln Riley chose USC over Oklahoma, and it was one of those conversations that I didn't think we'd be having. I thought we might be talking about LSU today. I really no, did. I no. thought that could be a chance. I thought we might to be yesterday. Talk- I knew it. Right. <laughs> I thought we might be talking about um, Oklahoma getting beat last night, but no, no, no. Lincoln Riley went with the over the top grip and said, "I'm on my way out to Southern California. Let's go." Good for him. I'm a USC fan. I hope he does well out there. I love him. I love covering him. I love being around him. I love the coaches he's bringing out there. But, man, I'd really love for OU to hit a home run with this hire. That would be really nice going forward. Who would have thought, Arnie, on a Sunday when we have Week 12 in the National Football League to talk about, right? Who would have thought on a Sunday when we have a decent second half developing in the Sunday night football game? Who would have thought on a Sunday whenever we're getting closer to truly knowing what the college football playoffs are going to look like that we're sitting here having a conversation about a coach that just left for USC, right? right? Whenever there was no talk about that vacancy or anyone looking at it, Lincoln Riley shocks the world today. It was Did you see the picture of Kevin Durant and underneath it it said you're no longer the most hated guy in Oklahoma? Oh, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. That was funny. I love that. That was good. But just for a short time, Lincoln did a lot of great things. But uh, USC got a home run hire. Kudos to them. Now let's see what's next for Oklahoma. Here's what's funny. And I know we got a break, Danny. Now we got a break. We got Matt Verderam to to get us back on track. Here's what's great. Um, This is going to drive a lot of conversations in the college football world for a while. And that is why. You know, again, there's the easy whys. It's Southern California versus Norman, Oklahoma. Y'all win, right? Right, You win, period. But then again, in the same vein, a guy who, as you had said, Arnie, it's it's set up pretty well, right? Five years, even through the Big 12, even going to the SEC, you've been to the college football playoff since you've been here, what, four times? Right? I mean, that's pretty incredible. But you're 0-3 in those playoffs. And you're 0-4 in those playoffs. 0-3 against the SEC, my, my bad. Right, exactly. And their one other loss was to Clemson. But right, they, right. It, it, it's fascinating to see what's going to be next and how these conversations and what Lincoln Riley says at his press conference because the why is something only he knows and only OU administration knows, and I don't know which direction it's Does going he take to go. Rattler with him? Or you, we can't, we'll answer that later on. Um, no. I think Rattler goes somewhere else. But we'll talk about it later. All right, Matt Verderam is coming up next to get us back to the National Football League here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, let's get rolling on some NFL talk. We'll get back to Lincoln Riley and the move to USC in a bit. But week 12 yep. of the NFL, heading down the home stretch. Baltimore leads Cleveland, just about three minutes left in the game, 13 to 10. Matt Verderam joins us from Fansided. All right, Matt, I'm the, the ultimate Lincoln or Baker Mayfield apologist, right? But this is hard to watch. Um, if you're Kevin Stefanski, is there a moment where you just got to say, we got to sit him down for a couple of weeks because they can't do anything? I mean – from a health perspective, maybe, but they're not going to do it. They haven't done yeah. it yet, and they're all in at this point. I mean, look, assuming they lose this game, which they're about to, um, they'll be 6-6. Six and six. They have no room for error. You look at the AFC, they're going to have to win 10 games, minimum. Yeah. And, and then yeah. maybe even more, maybe even 11, depending on the way tiebreakers shake. So I, I don't think he's sitting down. And I, I think that the real question is at the end of this year, how do you evaluate it? I mean, you're not going to extend them. But what do you do? I mean, do you try to trade for one of these guys who's going to hit the market? Do you, do you just extend them? Or do you just, do you just play up with their option? There's a lot of questions in Cleveland the way the season's gone. Yeah, Matt, I don't even know who the Ravens will play in the playoffs, but I'm betting against them. Uh, yeah, first of all, you can't throw four interceptions and still win. This is the first time I've ever seen that happen, where a guy throws four interceptions and they're still going to win the game. That's crazy. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Ravens are really not that good. <laughs> like, this is, I mean, look, this is now, we're to a point, let's say they win this game. There's going to be 8-3, and three, number one seed in the AFC. Ugh. They, it's fair to say, either should have or really probably could have lost this game, Minnesota, Indianapolis, Kansas City, Detroit, and I feel like I'm forgetting another game in there. Maybe, I think it's in Minnesota. There have been like six games this year where they either, you're like, yeah, they absolutely should have, oh, Indianapolis, they either should have lost or you're like, yeah, yeah, they, they really like that was 50-50 at best, and somehow they've won all these games. I just feel like they're going to get in the playoffs, 
and they're going to play New England or Buffalo or Kansas City, and it's not going to end well. Let me um, – today – Arnie and I usually have a segment we start the show with, but tonight Arnie decided it was better to gig me about Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma. <laughs> so after week 12, and I know we had three games on Thursday and we still have a Monday night game to figure out, are, are, we, are we starting to get a clearer picture as to who's good and who isn't in this league, or does it feel like it gets muddied a little bit more every week? I think you're starting to see a little bit. Look, the, the, the saying in the league is always Thanksgiving. That's right. when everything starts rolling. Well, I think Green Bay is the best team in football, especially if they can get healthy. They're just they're, they're playing with like half a team, and they're kicking the daylights out of the Rams and the Cardinals. They held the thirteen points. Like Green Bay's really good. If the Packers get healthy, the biggest question I have about them is in the playoffs: do they choke? Because that's kind of been the, the running narrative with them over the last handful of years. Um, but I, I think talent-wise, they're they're as good as anybody, if not better. And then and, and I think yeah, Dallas has started to fall apart a little bit. I still like him. I think they'll be okay if they got to get healthier. Tampa, again, got to get healthier in the secondary, but I believe in them. Then after that, if the Rams can't win a game. And in the AFC, the AFC is still weird. I mean, Kansas City's coming on. I just I, I have no faith in Baltimore. The Chargers just got boat raced by Denver. But I, I, I think New England deserves a lot of credit. And I still like Buffalo, but losing Tredavious White is a – that's a big one. They're going to have to be a lot more consistent on the offensive side of things. Matt, you mentioned everybody but the Titans. Boy, did they get clobbered today, wow. too. They just don't look the same without their star running back. I, I don't know what to make of them, though. Well, I mean, look, you're without Henry Jones and, and Brown. I mean, you're going to look different. Now, the, the, the problem is I don't know when those guys are coming back. They're all on injured reserve. Henry, you know, is not coming back, at least for the postseason. Right. They'll win their division, because to their credit, they, they already swept Indianapolis. So they'll win that division once they completely fall apart. But I, I just I don't get caught up in all this week-to-week. Like, when you look at the AFC teams, does anybody really believe, truly believe, that Tennessee is going to go to the Super Bowl? No. I don't. I don't care if they're healthy. I got – to me, Kansas City's better than them. Baltimore, even, I think, is more dangerous than them. I don't know if they're better, but they're more dangerous. Buffalo's better. And I know Tennessee beats some of those teams. But those teams are better. New England's better. Like, this is better football teams. I like Tennessee. I think they win a playoff game, but I think it's about as far as it's going. Hey, uh, a couple more. We'll get you out of here. Uh, you, you mentioned, Arnie mentions the Titans. I'm, I'm intrigued by the other side of this, and that is, do we start – edging New England to a Super Bowl conversation? Because you know me, Matt. I'm a firm believer that Kansas City is going back to the Super Bowl, regardless of their uh, inefficiencies early this year. But do we start talking about a Patriots or maybe even a Bengals as a team that can make a run in the playoffs? I don't think the Bengals are there yet. I, and I like the Bengals. The Bengals have a lot of credit. They beat the hell out of Pittsburgh. Today. I mean, that, my God. That, that's probably yeah. the only time I've ever seen a 41-10 score and thought it was actually like the score didn't do justice to what a blonde it was. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I, I, I will say, if you look at it, the, the Pats deserve some shine. I mean, they, look, I do think we're going to find out more over the next three weeks. They have Buffalo twice and the Colts on the road. That's going to be a real test. But if for no other reason you believe in them because you know they're not going to beat themselves, they have a really good defense, and Belichick is just that looming specter on the side. Like, I, look, I, I mean – if you're if you're Kansas City or like you don't want to see him on the sideline the playoff game, I think those two teams are more talented than the Pats, but because they have him, they're always dangerous. 
Matt, let's get to the Rams a little bit. First of all, I still oh. th- still think it's a good move when they picked up Von Miller. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. got that first touchdown. They fell short against the Packers. I'm a little nervous, though. They've got to start looking a little better and picking it up, though, you know? Yes, no doubt. No, I mean, the Rams at some point here, like, okay, you know, the report comes out that Stafford, like, everything hurts. And he's got these chronic injuries. And I, I feel for him. I do. I mean, that, listen, that's, that's tough. And I, you know, he's gotten through it. But in the end, you know, you feel as bad for him as you want. Like, they need to win games. And they're not, they're not playing football right now. They have not won a game in a month. I know it was a bye week in there, but still. I mean, they have not won one football game in a month. And you start looking at them and going, they're probably not going to win that division. If they end up being a wild card team, probably be a five seat, like, that's a gauntlet. In the NFC, you're going to have to go and play somebody who's really good in the first round. And it's only going to get tougher from there. I think the Rams, they're, they're in a lot of trouble because of all these losses here down, down the stretch in November. Mm. All right. Final thought, Matt. We'll let you get out of here. Arnie made a triumphant prediction a couple weeks ago that what no more losses for the Dolphins this no year. More. Arnie, that... when they were one and seven, I said they win the rest of the games. Now again, the the Texans were next on the schedule, so he felt pretty good about it. But suddenly they put together a nice little streak. No one's really running away with that last wild card. Could Arnie be right, Matt? Could the Dolphins run the table? I know they have the Giants and the Jets next. Arnie, who are the last three games? I, they, I got it right have, here. They have Saints, the Saints, Titans, Patriots. Yeah, Saints, Titans, Patriots. Uh, I I think they'll I think they'll finish nine and eight, which is incredible <laughs> considering they were one and seven. But yeah, hey, none of those games are games that you're like, well, they can't win that game. I mean, the Titans, I think it's in Tennessee if memory serves. So that's tough. New England, they always beat them. They always beat them. I mean, I don't know how they do it, but they beat them every single time they play them. So look, you know what the Dolphins. I just would like to see him beat the Giants and Jets for no other reason. It would be interesting. Seven oh, and seven, six in a row, two and great. four in completions. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Love it. Matt, you're awesome, buddy. Thanks for joining us. As always, you can follow him on Twitter at Matt Verderam, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. Sounds good. Take care. Thanks, Matt. Fansided.com is his mm. website. Uh, Justin Tucker boots home a field goal, so Baker Mayfield and the Browns have got a chance. Steve DeSager joins us with all the updates with what's trending. What's going on, Steve? Yeah, it's only a six-point Ravens lead. This hasn't been worth watching, let's be honest, but it's the NFL. It can do no wrong. I'm sure it'll get monster ratings for even this game. <laughs> We've got just over a minute to go at Baltimore. It's 16-10. Ravens lead Cleveland. Lamar Jackson, one touchdown on four interceptions. We'll get to the rest of the NFL in a moment, but a lot has gone on outside the NFL, including what you mentioned early. Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma for the USC head coaching job. Yes, I did. He no, don't he you don't uh, get you to take credit yesterday. for that. No, you don't get to take credit for that. Oh. Yes, yeah, let's get the uh, audio on that one, please. Yeah, exactly. Riley did say in a statement, leaving OU was probably the most difficult decision of my life. This was a personal decision solely based on my willingness to take on a new challenge and I felt like it was the right opportunity. He replaces Clay Helton, who was fired in September after seven seasons. Riley called the football tradition at USC unparalleled. Quote, the pieces are in place for us to build the program back to where it should be and where fans expect it to be, end quote. Meanwhile, some urgency in Major League Baseball to get some deals finalized. A ton of baseball news tonight. Reason is... A lockout is likely when baseball's labor contract expires Wednesday. Should that happen, it would be the sport's 
first work stoppage in over 25 years. Our John Morosi says pitcher Max Scherzer and the Mets are close to finalizing a multi-year deal. He says there was, as the night has gone on, an offer of $40 million mm. per season as they were discussing ooh, 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 ooh. Wow. a multi-year deal. World Series champs. Again, the quote is <laughs> close to finalizing a multi-year deal with Scherzer. John Heyman, MLB Network, had said earlier this evening that the Mets seemed heartened and hopeful about the prospects of landing Scherzer. Well, we can update the NFL Monday night game after a Baker Mayfield incompletion has one minute left. Browns are on their own 25 they're down six at Baltimore. A Browns loss would put them at six and six on the season. The Browns, after a bye week, will be hosting Baltimore December 12th. So essentially, right. they're playing back-to-back games against the same opponent. Browns tackle Jack Conklin, just off injured reserve, left early tonight with a knee injury. Injury for Viking star running back Dalvin Cook in the loss at San Francisco today, 34-26 the final. Cook was carted off with a dislocated shoulder. Debo Samuel, who had two touchdowns for San Francisco, suffered a groin injury. Running back Trey Sermon, an ankle injury. Green Bay beat the Rams, 36 628. Aaron Rodgers, presumably with a broken toe, had three total touchdowns, 307 yards passing. Denver beat the Chargers 28-13. Speaking of injuries, Teddy Bridgewater was out of the game for a while. Touchdown run and a short TD pass, though, in the victory. Tampa Bay came back to win at Indy 38-31 as the Colts had five turnovers. Leonard Fournette four touchdowns. New England won at sixth in a row. Dolphins won their fourth in a row. Cincinnati beat the Steelers for a second time in the same year. That's new. Joe Mixon, 165 yards rushing, two short TDs. Wins for Atlanta, the Jets, and the Giants. Yes, the Jets and the Giants each won wow. on the same day. <laughs> We've just had a fourth and ten pass that only went for seven yards from Baker Mayfield. So, taking a knee is Baltimore. They're going to win it 16-10, to 10, and everything will be final, and the Ravens will go to 8-3. and three. By the way, Michigan moved up to number two in the new AP poll for what it's worth behind Georgia, which is a unanimous number one for the eighth straight week. Of course, what counts, the playoff committee rankings that come out on Tuesday night. And this college basketball score, the St. Andrews Knights from the state of North Carolina lost at UNC Asheville. 106 to 36. Oh, that was close. Attendance 659. The visitors shot 23% from the floor. There is a professional game going on still. What? Mid-fourth quarter, the Lakers holding on 97-91 against the Pistons. Lakers are 10 and 11 on the season. Back to you. Ah, wow. Thanks, Steve. I'm watching it. The replay. Gosh, I wasn't even close on No, not even close. Oh, my God. You know, by the way, you mentioned the Dolphins. I I came up with a list of the best predictions in our lifetime um, in the history of man. Right. Uh, Man will walk on the moon. Jules Verne said that. What a great prediction. That was like hundreds of years before we did. One day humans will will transplant organs from body from one to another. Robert Boyle said that in the 1600s. Right. And Miami will win nine in a row to go (laughs) ten and seven. Arnie Spanier. Uh, 2021. Those you're, are the three best predictions in our lifetime. I'm afraid you might be going Deshaun Jackson here and uh, dropping the, the football and celebrating before you cross the goal line. But, but you're on a pretty good path right now. If that happens, I am going to demand um, that I get like a month off with pay. 
um, that everybody gets fired and it becomes the Arnie Network. That's like the best prediction in the history of predictions if that comes true. You know that, pretty right? Pretty good. It's pretty good. But no, it's no, not- no, no, just pretty good. It's it's ungodly. It's just second to none. But again, can't you, got be topped. A, you still got a long way to go. Can't be but topped. Congratulations Thank on celebrating. Who, who would have thought? I'm Arnie celebrating said, yeah. a win well before yeah. it's actually I'm happened. the one that had Riley going to USC. I'm the one that said Odell Beckham Jr. should have gone to the Cowboys and you and Bobo laughed me off the radio. Now who was right about that? I'm always two steps ahead of everybody. Right. You have to realize. I'm like Einstein. They laughed at Einstein and they laughed at Arnie. And who's right at the end? Oh, we laugh at Arnie, all right. Yeah, all right, let Einstein. me hit a couple of uh, tweets before we get out of here. Yes, go ahead. Um, at least for this segment. You can hit us yeah. up on Twitter. at. Do you just want to – are you okay? I mean, are you this high on the Dolphins win that it's just you're, you're on cloud nine? Well, I know I they're going to win Arizona the next won. two. They're going to win the next two, and they're going to go to seven and seven. I just don't know if ten and seven is going to get them in the playoffs. That's the problem. I think they lose to the Giants next week. That's not happening. I think that the New York Giants and Freddie Kitchens calling their offense has made all the difference in the world. You know, it's funny. People that would say something like that probably think Cam Newton's still a good quarterback. <laughs> I told mind. you that. <laughs> uh, let's hit a couple of – is this just – are you the soothsayer of all? Am I going crazy tonight? Is everything that we say you told us? Do you Pretty need much. me to tell? All right. Fair enough. Then um, th- a couple of tweets at Stinkin' yeah. Genius one. That's at Plank Show, S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius, and the number one. JP writes, Bernie Fratto was right. Matt Statford's numbers look good on paper, but not on the field. He's also thrown a pick six in three straight games. The last guy to do that, Matt Schaub. Oh, get out of here. What for the um, Texans? Texans? Probably. Wow. He had a cup of coffee with the Raiders, too, but I don't think he ever started. Well, there's one that I think we were both pretty high on, Matt Stafford, but suddenly things are looking bad. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I know he's going through a rough patch. That doesn't mean um, that the Rams are, are not going to be uh, there at the end, especially with the two new pickups. I still think it takes a little longer than, than two games to make a decision on that. So let There's, me ask you a question, Arnie. Why is what Matthew Stafford's going through a rough patch, but what the Cowboys are going through just we suck? I, I didn't say you sucked. Right. I just said that you needed Odell Beckham Jr. and you laughed me off the radio. Because well, look how he's got all these LA. wide receivers. But I told you this was going to happen, and you don't believe me. That's but why look you, how he's doing in LA. He's not really doing anything. <laughs> I like, mean, you're like, go get both him. Both of our receivers come back this he's, coming game. He, he's been playing there for two games. What's but, wrong but with you guys? Is, uh, okay, whatever. Gosh, man, I don't. So know how can you say what he's going? You can't even compliment him. It, I'm going to go take token. some. You I'm going to go take some gummies him. because that's the only way I think I can tolerate Arnie tonight. I've got two gummies over here that I'm going to take <laughs> to get through the rest of this show. I got Bobo. a bag over here. Oh I'm my bag. gosh, what what are you? Are you this high on everyone else's? Um, Frustration that it's just Arnie pat himself on the back tonight. Do I need to well, ice your admit, elbow been, for you? I mean, if we were getting paid on predictions, I'd be getting like five hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I've been so hot. What Gosh. prediction? Is what I want to know. You're spiking the ball before the ga- the the Dolphins win streak. You're celebrating when it's not even half the way through it, right? I mean, you still got, oh, well, I, I guess what, five in a row now for him. So you're a little over half, but I mean. Four in do, a row, yeah. Four oh, four in a row, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you go cash your bets at halftime too? Is that no, what you do? No, but I'm the only person in the, on this planet that gave you that prediction. Like, even Warren Tord Bosnia didn't even know this was right. going to happen. Again. Nobody made this the prediction right. other than me. But it hasn't world. happened yet. When it happens, I'll give Earth. you all the credit in the world. But, Arnie, 
you're trying to give yourself credit for something that hasn't happened yet. Well, give me credit for the Lincoln Riley, but you, you said I don't deserve Again, credit for that you either. You don't. You just yeah. theorize why would yeah. you want to go there when you could go there, and now all of a sudden when he goes, you're like, see, I told you. That's well, not even when I theorize, works. I turn out to be okay. right. Okay. Um, and, and then I like to Trevor's right here. <laughs> I, I, okay, listen, I'll get to Trevor's tweet okay. when we come back. All right, you get this up. Arnie, you, you have taken breaks on this show. You have taken the show completely off the rails. I yeah. might just kick my feet up and listen to you tonight, <laughs> and then you can brag about yourself some more. All right, Ravens officially win on Sunday Night Football. We'll recap this game, get you some post-game sound coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Discover real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. With Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Fox Sports Radio, a Fox football Sunday, if you will. Of course, a lot of college football talk tonight. Oh, Lincoln Riley's left Oklahoma to take the USC job. And listen, I, I saw this tweet. I want to read it real quick. Yeah. Um, Trevor writes, why leave? Lifestyle, raise recruiting base, competition. USC owns the West Coast in recruiting when they're right. And their path to the playoffs is through Oregon and Utah, not Bama and Georgia. The last 10 years were about bad coaching. Carroll showed what USC can be when it's right. No, listen, I'm not denying that, doubting that at all. USC is going to win all those conversations. But it just – it seems odd whenever you have a guy that had kind of become Oklahoma football, right? Lincoln Riley was Oklahoma football. When you thought of OU, I thought he'd done a good job, Arnie, of getting out of that quote-unquote shadow of Bob Stoops like Ryan Day has done at Ohio State. And when something like this happens, it's a shock. But I get – oh, man, you don't have to sell me on USC. I know how special it can be. Absolutely. You know, Chris, 
I'm going to even going to tell you mathematically. I don't even think that's true. I think if you're what? Well, mathematically, do you want to be the one chance to come out of the Pac-12 to go to the playoffs when they expand the 12 teams, or would you like? To, I assume they're going to take four SEC teams in this 12-team playoff. Am I wrong on that? Is that too many? Could be a lot, right? No, yeah, you're right. Would you, it could would you be rather right. be? Would you want to be one of four or one of one? It's when it comes be, down to the playoffs. You know, I was, I was asking Bobo. Uh, I keep forgetting, Bobo, that you're a diehard USC fan. Right, I mean, by the way, k- kudos, man. You got a great coach. You got to be fired up today, right? Oh, yeah, I am. I'm stoked, man. You should be. Oh, man, I'm excited. But what's the... I'm mad I didn't attend there like I was supposed to. <laughs> what's the buffer? So, in other words, when you come to a place that's been down, you get a year or two, but uh, if USC isn't in the top ten or in a playoff conversation by, what, year two? Year two. Or th- year two, Okay. Yeah, I give that one year buffer. That's I give, fine. I give every coach, like in every player that goes to a different team, two years. You got one to fill it out, see how the environment is after that. Like, that's why when LeBron came to the Lakers, I wasn't like all stoked on him making right. it that far the first year. Like, nope, I give you two years. And second year, he won. Yeah, but you got to bring in your own players in college. It's a little bit different, especially in football. Well, are you it kidding? takes He's... two years to get your own players in there. Well, does it anymore with the transfer portal well. and the one-time transfer exemption? Well, at least a year, right, but at least one year. I, I will be very curious because someone's going to get the financials, right? We're going to learn what this looks like. And I told you, I would not be surprised if it is a fairly ridiculous. I'm it's sure got to be more than Tucker, coach. right? It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Because then, Arnie, to your point, if it's not, then a lot of questions start to come up. Okay, just was he unhappy with something at Oklahoma? Was he worried about the move to the SEC? So there's going to be a lot of things, if those numbers come out, that will be answered. My, uh, I, by but the way, fair I question saw, on Twitter. I saw somebody on Twitter put out, well, once they lost to Oklahoma State, then the USC was all in. And, what the hell does that game have anything to do with his decision whether he wanted to stay or go? Well, because if they had won, they'd be playing in the Big 12 championship game this week. Right, so, but that, that's short-term thinking. You're, I mean, you're, you're making this move for a decade down the road, not for one game, are you? I, I don't understand okay, that. Okay, well, let me pose this yeah. scenario to you. Okay. Oklahoma, Caleb Williams doesn't get tackled on that last run or the pass interference play that was missed is called and Oklahoma scores as time winds down. They go off the field. They're going to the Big 12 championship game next weekend. Is he announced as the USC head coach today? No, maybe not today. Okay, okay. Then let yeah. me. I'll take it further. Oklahoma goes to the Big 12 championship game next week. Wins it. Holds up that Big 12 trophy. Confetti flies and makes the playoffs. Is he announced as the USC head coach on the Monday after that announcement? Well, he didn't. It was another Bill Frieder situation. Only Michigan men call Coach Michigan. Get the hell out of here! And I mean, is that what we is that what we're saying? There? Eventually, you got to let everybody know that you're leaving. Right, but when you say it doesn't matter, I kind of think it does. I mean, because when would you? Would you then wait until after the turn of the calendar to 2022 when you've had your signing class and you've done all that? I mean, to me, if Oklahoma wins that game, that does change some things now i don't so i don't i don't think he money? doesn't go yeah i don't think he doesn't money? go but yeah. i mean if you're right it would be what potentially a bill bill frieder type situation now, oklahoma state made sure that didn't happen but they, they took advantage of him off to punt and their defense stepped up late in that game 
But holy smokes, Arnie, it would have been really hard to justify if you've just won another title and you're going to the uh, 14 playoff or even a group of six bowl. Or, sorry, New Year's Day six bowl. It'd be really tough to just go there and say, peace out, I'm out of here. I, no, you're right. I, look, I didn't think about it that way. I just thought about it like, hey, I'm thinking about the next decade of my right? life. That no, way, you're that right. That goes in one game, you know? Look at us agreeing to wrap up our wow. Peace can be had. All right. Wow. When I we come that. back in hour number – I know you do. When we come back in hour number two, Todd Furman is going to join us. We're going to yes. go through the full day in the National Football League with Todd. Uh, was it a good day for the books? Was it a bad day for the books? And now going forward, how does Todd see things as we get closer to the playoffs in college football? Plus, all the postgame sound, if you haven't heard yet, Cam Newton was uh, on one again, even though it hasn't gone so well in Carolina. Cam's on fire. And all, and I mean that in a post-game press conference way. And all your texts and tweets coming up. With Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. It's a Fox Football Sunday with Arnie and Plank. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh, let's go in hour two. Let's go. With a stinking genius, Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Blake. Okay, so I uh, I want to share a text that I got oh, must during be a the good break. one if you're going right to it. It is. <laughs> because I've been a firm believer that if you're talking about who's next as the head coach at Oklahoma. Right. You're talking about like a young and up-and-coming – well, I shouldn't say young and up-and-coming coordinator, but an established, really well-known coordinator when Bob Stoops was hired, offensive coordinator at Florida. Lincoln was the OC at Oklahoma. J- Josie loves his, his coordinators. Some have looked at other head coaches. But I've been quick to tell you, Arnie, what? Bob Stoops, probably unlikely, right? right. That, no, that was my pick, yes. Definitively unlikely. Right? I'm like, I'm still, regardless of this text that I just got, 
from a pretty good quote unquote source. Yes. Right? Not not now this isn't but Arnie always calls tweets text. So this wasn't a tweet. This what this was a, a a dude that seems to know things in the past and has never steered me wrong. And he heard us talking about Bob Stoops. And he said, Plank, don't be so quick to count it out. Yeah. I, I try I'm trying to I'm always uh, it shocked me that you just Beat, it, beat me down like that when it's going to turn out to be true. Well, I think saying that he really, truly enjoys retirement isn't beating you down, but... Um, that doesn't mean anything. I really enjoy retirement. You can still be retired and coach Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't think so anymore. Yeah, you can. College yeah. football is like 24-7, 365. Unless, you know what, though? You can be a figurehead. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? I agree with you on that. But you know what you need? You need a badass recruiting department, and you need some pretty solid coordinators, which I know you don't believe in. So you've got to be able to get players, and you've got to be able to scheme up some awesome S, if you know what I mean. So I'm not here to count it out, Arnie. Not here to count it out. I think it might be a chance. But I do think it's going to get a lot of good jobs. You know, um, Authentic Allen was mad at us earlier, and I wanted to read this one real quick. uh, Because Allen writes, oh, goody. Oklahoma loses its coach, and the long list of replacements are the typical good old boys. For God's (laughs) sakes, Lane Kiffin's name was mentioned. How many jobs has he had? How about giving a young, upcoming minority coach a chance? Listen, I don't think Lane Kiffin's in this mix, and I don't know whoever his eight. Here's two things that I think happened with Lane Kiffin, Arnie. Number one, everyone loves a dude that gives them access. And Lane Kiffin will give you access. He's awesome, right? right? Twitter, he'll follow you. He'll let you come to practice. He's going to let you do whatever you want. So, And number two, he's entertaining. So Lane, he must have an awesome agent as well. He's not up for this job, okay? So Authentic Allen, don't worry about that. People that mention that are crazy. But I will say, I wouldn't count out a dude like a Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman is a defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. Uh, He's young. Oklahoma's always kind of had that Al Davis loves the younger coaches, 35 years old. I don't think that this is going to be stuck in a good old boy mindset. I think Joe C is going to be very forward thinking, even though Bob Stoops is a good old boy, right? So what do you, what do you tell me? No experience necessary? Is that, is that what that means? No, no, not necessarily. I just, I just don't think this is a one track mind of it's going to be everyone that you're hearing right now. Hell, someone in Fort Worth tried to say, I wouldn't think Sonny Doc's taking that TCU job yet. Stop it. You know, everyone sees this now and they want to get a raise. Adam Schefter should be reprimanded for that stupid ass tweet he sent out earlier today. I didn't did you see, see it? it? No, I did not. What he said now. Listen, I, I wish that on these you could put hashtag ad. You know how you on Twitter, if you tweet something as selling it, You're supposed to put hashtag ad. Adam Schefter threw something out as it came, as it pertains to the Oklahoma coaching vacancy earlier today. You didn't see this? Is it by Mike McCarthy? No. It says Oklahoma has targeted Cliff Kingsbury. As oh, yeah. the potential replacement for Lincoln Riley. Listen. I saw I, somebody else put that out. I, I don't know how else to say this, but no, no, and hell no. What did Mike Tomlin uh, once say? I'm not going to say never, 
but never. Yeah. That was yeah. an agent plant to get his conversation started on a new deal with just one year left on his contract after this year. Adam Schefter, you're supposed to let people know when you send out a tweet that's an advertisement because you're advertising Cliff Kingsbury for a raise. Stop it. The Mike McCarthy one was a joke, right? That was a joke, wasn't it? I didn't see the Mike McCarthy one. Oh, you didn't see that? I think Colin retweeted that one. I thought that was a joke, you know? It might have been. Who knows? But, yeah, good. Listen, I'm saying this every single top of the hour. Hell of a hire for USC. You're getting a a creative coach who understands Cruton, who's going to bring rock star players to your program, and he's going to have a style to it. Media members, all that access and that fun you had, yeah, that's done. You're not getting any of that. And it's going to be a hard guy to truly get to know and truly have a relationship with. He's a different dude. He's a different dude. I I told you before we came on, the cupboard wasn't bare when he took over at Oklahoma. Um, you know, let's see what he has to build his own program. You know, there's going to be people that if he has a bad year, his first year at USC, they say, "I told you." You know, the guy really, you know, he just he he's just lived great. on on his past uh, players there. He's going to be great. Um, okay. Okay. I, I, I listen. I would love for it to be wrong. By the way, the Mike McCarthy tweet, Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you gotta sometimes read a little bit. I don't. Buddy, I didn't read it. Yeah, I our buddy somebody... here at Fox Sports Radio, Matt Mosley, tweeted: The Cowboys have reached out to OU to gauge their interest in Mike. McCarthy. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Come on, now you got this. Is one of my favorite Arnie stories here on a Fox Football Sunday. Yeah. is going back to 2018, and you call me. I yeah. know it's serious when Arnie calls me, guys. Arnie calls me on my way to work. He's like. Your show's set. You don't have to do anything. Lane Kiffin just guaranteed a win over Oklahoma. I'm like, what? Because Lane Kiffin was the coach at Florida Atlantic. I heard it. He said it. He guaranteed a win over Oklahoma. You're not going to have to worry about anything. You'll have calls all day long. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, and come to find out, I think it was uh, maybe Clay Travis at the time uh, tried to – or Joe Klatt. Joe Klatt had said, yeah. you're going to go out there and you're going to beat Oklahoma, aren't you? And, and Lane Kiffin was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's not get too carried away here. So I was, it's just, it's a lit, little reading, Arnie, before you get me in trouble out here with this stuff. Come on. I love it. I, because there was so many, so, so many rumors about who the next Oklahoma coach was going to be. My head was spinning. I, you I think thought Mike that McCarthy? Was there was so many of them out there. You never know. You never know what's true or not true anymore. You know, no, you know is, there, is there any NFL coach that might go ahead and go back to college? I thought there'd be a couple of them, maybe. I'll give you two. That I think could, but I don't think yeah. they would go to Oklahoma. One of them is Urban Meyer, but I listen. I think Urban Meyer would have been great at USC, but who knows? I think he's pretty set in Jacksonville, though, even though right. they're bad. And then Matt Rule. But do you really oh, want to get into a bidding war with no, David Gettleman no, no, if he wants no. to stick around? No, no I don't think no, so either. No, no. Uh, and then a couple of other tweets before we get to uh, Todd Furman coming up here in a bit. Mister Nobody writes. All right, prepare yourself for this, Bobo. Okay. It pains me to say this. But I think Arnie is right that OBJ should have gone to Dallas. Of course. This offense was non-existent versus KC, only scoring 33 points Thursday because it was the Raiders' defense. Which, by the way, let me stop you there, Mr. Nobody. The Raiders' defense is better. They're a better defense than they were last year. As to quarterback, don't you trust Dak more than Stats Padford? Credit Rob Parker on that name. There you go, Arnie. You got Mr. Nobody. At Mister Nobody one seven seven six five four three two one on Twitter and has no Twitter profile pic, so you know it's a legit take We're, and not Arnie's burner. I'm just curious when Odell was. You know, you heard the rumors about him leaving Cleveland. Were you anti Odell? I don't remember you being so anti Odell before. No, 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 no. 
I'm not anti Odell. Okay. I just wasn't. I was, I was anti Odell in Dallas. I okay. think okay. when you look at Dallas, I felt like, and who knew that Amari would go down with COVID? Well, besides who, me, yes. Right, you knew that, yes. and who knew that CD would have a concussion? I did. Be, besides you, you would yes. never miss anything. But yeah, I just, I don't think he would have been a good fit there. And whenever, let's say, you get back. Which he's back, by the way. Why am I Gallup? When you, when you got Gallup back, he would have right. been fourth in line. And now in L.A., he's, what, second with the injury to uh, to Woods? So he got cut that good touchdown. First one since, what, week four of, yep. of last year. That's quite a draft, though. Um, Russ is the GOAT, right? Russ the GOAT. Uh, I'm ready to install the great Cam Newton as the greatest of all time Panthers quarterback past present and future speaking of good tweets today today, doug gottlieb had a fantastic tweet today did you see it he said i think a lot of people haven't really watched cam newton play football over the last few years because (laughs) and you watch this whole game today the dolphins won at 33 to 10 i mean he was five of 21 with two picks they eventually used pj walker more and uh he only had three carries for five yards but i guess i guess you see the touchdown highlight and you think oh Cam Newton scored a touchdown. No, no, it's not going well, Rusev. Go be 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 honest with yourself about this. No, and you know, matter of fact, they shouldn't even have had ten points. Did you see how they got the three? The Dolphins had the ball driving, and they were in field goal range. It was a bad snap, and the ball bounced around. And next thing you know, uh, Carolina picks it up and returns it, and it gets tackled with one second left. And they kick the field goal to get the ten. They they their offense was putrid today. They were absolutely absolutely miserable um that was an easy that was an easy pick if you took the dolphins today all right and then one more quick one here uh sharon writes just a thought riley's decision could come down to something as simple as southern california just isn't a bad place to live with the great weather versus oklahoma should be recruiting opportunities and building a program from the ground up no downside and you're not really doing it in a recent shadow and you're not going to have people grinching and moaning early if you're nine and zero. They're going to be like, "Damn, you're nine and zero. That's awesome, right?" It's that now in time, it could become that. But there's not a lot of downsides for everything that Sharon just mentioned for this job for Lincoln. Well, there's a few. I mean, again, you do have to do more travel in the Pac-12. And I did say True. you're going to you want to be one of one or one of four. And somebody tweeted that in, which said. Great point, Arnie. There's, you know, just do the simple math. I think I'd rather be one of four in the SEC. By the way, am I wrong on that when I say four is going to go to the playoff when they expand the 12, maybe five? Or am I getting absolutely a little crazy here? Um, The big issue, do we want to get in the weeds on the 12-team playoffs here real quick? It'll take me two minutes. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, two minutes. Obviously, everyone was kind of, can I use the term, butthurt whenever OU and Texas left for the SEC, and the Big 12 and SEC commissioners were the ones that were working on the 12-team playoffs together, right? So when that happened and the alliance was formed between the ACC, the Big 12, I'm sorry, the Big 10, and the Pac-12, right? immediately it was like, oh, we wanted, we, if we're okay with the 12-team playoff, some still need to talk about it. But, Arnie, what was slowing everyone down was we don't think there should be automatic qualifiers, or we think there should, or we should cap it at a certain number of teams that could come from a certain conference. What was, do you know what the SEC's response was to that? We're fine if you keep it at four. You can cut it back to two again if you want. We don't care. Um, so basically, you're not, my point in, in that long road to get there, they're not going to cap anything. 
they're not going to tell you certain numbers of teams that can or can't be in there. And you might have five guaranteed spots for conference champions if a certain criteria is met. Outside of that, that would lead five, 12 minus five, seven math. That would leave seven spots that are up for just about anyone. So you'll definitely have your conference champ, but you're telling me at the very least three SEC teams wouldn't be in the conversation this year if it was expanded. Alabama would be in. Georgia would be in. Ole Miss would be in. I mean, that's just three, and I'm talking here off the top of my head. So, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Yeah, I, I would think that it's better to go ahead and, and go to the SEC. I wonder if he was thinking that it's going to be failure um, oh. if, 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 if he thought that he was going to fail. That's why I didn't want to take the job. Uh, real quick, Doug Gottlieb, you hear him here on Fox Sports Radio. He should be on cloud nine because the Pokes beat Oklahoma on a Saturday night, and he joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. What's going on, Doug? We beat him so bad the coach quit. <laughs> chased him out of the conference and chased Lincoln Riley out of Oklahoma. Well done. I mean, I mean, like in the in the uh, playing good talk with you already. Good to catch up, bro. Um, in the black is white day is night. Oklahoma State won because of their defense. Like that's just a weird. Like, I don't even know how to feel about it, but we'll take it. Um, here's the thing, and I for, uh, playing. By the way, thanks for reading my tweet. It's it was true. Awesome. Well, it's true. Like everybody's acting like, oh, Cam Newton's back. Like. He stinks. Can't throw football anymore. Like, he, like, you're not making a couple million dollars a year with the Patriots. Like, remember, his old coach traded for his backup. Okay? They've had, like, five quarterbacks go through Washington. He's been on the market three different times, and it hasn't gone to any sort of high bidder. Right? Like, what do we more do we need to see when a guy he helped take to a Super Bowl one MVP with wants nothing to do with him? I, like he just can't throw anymore. And anyway, um, look, I, I I I understand what you're saying about failure. I just think there's so a couple things. There's so much unknown with the SEC. Right. But what we do know is at Oklahoma in the Big Twelve, and Chris can attest to this. That's the best job in the league. Okay. Texas has the most resources. They have the most reach. But Texas hasn't. I mean, there was a good stretch from, like, 84 until Mac got there where they weren't anything special. Correct. And then Mac at the end, when, when Mac couldn't figure out the quarterback thing, they haven't done anything. Oklahoma has been good through, like, six or seven coaches. Like, Gary, the, the Gary Gibbs, John Blake, Schnelling was, like, the only time in which they weren't great. Other than that, they've always been – and they, they support them. They got the second most money they, they put in sports. They're close to Dallas. They get the, they get the runoff from – Anybody who doesn't want, you know, they, they fight Texas for recruits. Well, now you put them in the SEC, and all due respect, they're just another school. Yep. Because, first of all, the SEC headquarters are in Birmingham, not Dallas. Okay? Right. Like, that's, that's the heart of that thing. But the big thing is, like, where are you going to get your players from? Yes, it opens up Florida to you. It opens up Texas to you. But you're already in Texas. You're already in Florida. And now it makes it harder because – what is a differentiator between you and Arkansas and LSU or A&M and Texas or any of those schools? You all play in the state of Texas. All the success you had was in a different league, you know, and the only thing you're bringing with you really is the old OU rivalry and some old, you know, uh, you know, some old feelings with Arkansas and proximity there. But you lose everything. And whereas Lincoln goes out to SC, that's the best job in the league. They own their own stadium. It's a private school. You can pay your assistant coaches, whatever. They, they have a great history of success, and it's where all the players are. And you know what? You're the only one now. If, you, if you're in California and you fall out of bed and you get in a car and you got, decide to go see any of these 
players, which which are around here. I mean, I'm telling you, I watched Modern Day play Servite, and you know, St. John Servite beat St. John Bosco. Like, you just take those four or five top schools, and you're good. That's all you all right. need. Um, now you're the only one to go. Like, hey, if you want to play in California for the best school in the West Coast, you can only come to USC. You can't go to the SEC. You won't play in the state of California. And that's big. That's all recruiting is about is chance to play, chance to play in the league, chance to play for a national championship, and am I going to play close to home so I can go home on a weekend and my parents can come see me? That's really what it's about. That's how recruiting works. And and everybody likes the style. And, oh, yeah, by the way, like, hey, I got two back-to-back quarterbacks that were number one overall picks. And Jalen Hurts stinks, too, and he's still starting in the league because he played for me. So, I mean, I, I think it's an absolute home run. And I think OU, like, look, they're not Missouri, but what happened to Missouri is, and what's happened even to A&M. Like, A&M's good. They got five losses this year. <laughs> right? You think they lose five games in the Big 12 with that squad? Of course no. not. Of course no. not. No, no. can't. Nope. Nope. Not at all. And by the way, hey, Doug, I, listen, we got to go, man. I love hearing your voice. Have a great week, and I can't wait to hear tomorrow right here Thanks, on Fox Doug. Sports Radio. Hey, but... Chris, Chris, yeah. imagine what all those Sooner idiots are going to do when the next head coach has five losses. As a good team, it has five losses. They're going to lose their mind. That's going to be so rough. I'll tell you, Bob Wilkinson would have lost five games. You're going to hear it a lot. They're going to hear it a lot. Bear lost five games. Bob Simpson lost five games. We fired him. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, I'm gonna, I've got to live it. Thanks, Doug. Now, Thanks, Doug. I will add this. I will, the, the interesting thing about I know we're way behind. Is, is Doug talking about those California guys? Most of those guys that were recruited in 2023 to Oklahoma that made it the number one recruiting class at the time. Right. California guys. All right. Hey, when we come back, Todd Furman joins us next on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you coming? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Arnie and Plank on the Fox Football Sunday. All right, listen, uh, we've we've moved the lineup around a little bit, and we appreciate Todd Furman being flexible. I got to let Doug Gottlieb talk all his noise because Oklahoma State beat OU this weekend, <laughs> which is surprising because it's like the most forgotten thing. By the way, I'll say this. I think Oklahoma State's going to the playoffs, Arnie. Wow. I really no, do. I, I, we were talking about that last night. There's I think a they're going. Pretty good chance of that happening, you know? I am uh, I'm very impressed, and I'll say this. I, uh, in, a, in a former life at the radio station I worked at, we were the play-by-play home for Oklahoma State Athletics, and we would go to their games, and you'd do a tailgate show, and you'd go for a little bit, and you'd go home. Their home, their home field atmosphere makes you want to stay. They, it's rocking. So kudos to Chad Weiberg and everyone at OSU. That was a really cool environment. Scary as hell when they were storming the field, and um, I needed to get out of there as quickly as possible, but – uh, still, kudos OSU. They've got Baylor in the Big 12 championship game this weekend. Uh, listen, Todd Firm is going to come up after the break. So let me get one quick college question out to you. Yeah. Any of the championship games where you see a potential upset? Could could Alabama get Georgia? Could Cincinnati I, get got by Houston? Alabama will beat Georgia. Yes, that's going to happen. I was going to do that in my pick segment. But, yes, I I, I don't want the 6F. Don't need the 6F. I think Alabama puts it all together. Um, Georgia doesn't play the complete game that we know that they can. I think Alabama gets the victory there, though. They didn't look very good against Auburn. That was I can't believe we talk, We haven't talked about that one. That was a four-overtime game. And I, I don't know if there's a big upset, but I'm going to go with Baylor just because Gottlieb called into the show. So I'm, if, going, to, I'm going to go do that. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple <laughs> gesture of appreciation from your credit card company and that's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover exceptionally common sense learn more discover.com slash match limitations apply todd Furman in the green room steve desager right now with an update what's going on steve coach lincoln riley is leaving oklahoma for usc and now a couple of reports that the defensive coordinator is going with him alex grinch would be on the usc staff wow not official and that that could be wow. a couple other assistants leaving the Oklahoma staff to go with as well. Lincoln Riley is from Mule Shoe, Texas, population Correct. around 5,000, USC with 21,000, just undergraduates. <laughs> if you include the graduates, and everything, it's you could double that population to over 40,000. It's, it's going to be a little different. Meanwhile, five-star high school quarterback from Southern California, Malachi Nelson, Los Alamitos, one of the top-ranked prospects. You mentioned about the class of 2023. That's Decommitted right. from Oklahoma just a couple hours ago, one of four Sooners recruits that have been lost since it became official mm. that Riley has left for USC. Also, star running back from Modern Day High School, the number one ranked team, not just Southern California, but in the country, Oklahoma commit Relique Brown, told ESPN before the Trojans made the official announcement that a Riley move would impact his recruitment. As for the ESPN 300 note, in the last five recruiting cycles, there have been over 140 recruits just from California on those lists. USC has signed only 30 of those 140. Wow. So, yeah, things might change. Jeez. In the NFL tonight, Baltimore beat Cleveland 16-10. to That's an 8-3 record for the Ravens, the best in the AFC, a half game ahead of New England and Tennessee. As for the bottom of the pecking order for the NFL draft next year, of course, we've got the Lions still winless. 
But it's possible the Jets could have two top five picks. They have not only their own, they have Seattle's from the Jamal Adams trade. Seattle is coming up in a game at Washington tomorrow night. It's possible that the Giants have two top ten picks, their own and Chicago's, due to reworking for Justin Fields. And it's possible the Eagles could have two or three in the top 15 or 20, the way things are going as we head to the NFL draft. Eagles got a Dolphins first rounder from part of a trade down, so keep that in mind. The Dolphins, though... I don't know what's going on there. They've won four in a row, people. They beat Carolina 33-10. to Christian McCaffrey of Carolina with an ankle injury. San Francisco beat Minnesota 34-26. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook was carted off with a dislocated shoulder. Rams and Denver, uh, excuse me, Green Bay and Denver each won. That Packers win was over the Rams 36-28. to Matthew Stafford had three touchdowns and one pick six, 302 yards passing. New England won at sixth in a row. Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh. Jets and Giants each one, Atlanta as well. The Tampa Bay victory was 38-31 at Indianapolis as the Colts had five turnovers. Leonard Fournette with four touchdowns and 100 yards rushing. Our John Morosi reports the Mets and free agent pitcher Max Scherzer are close to finalizing a deal. The Texas Rangers agreed to a seven-year contract with infielder Marcus Simeon, and the late NBA game went to the Lakers, who are now 11-11 on the season. They beat Detroit 110-106. Pistons have lost six straight. LeBron James, 33 points, nine assists. Russell Westbrook, 25 points, 9 assists. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. We are pumped, as always, to be welcomed by our buddy Todd Furman. Uh, Bet the Board podcast. Thanks for being flexible with us tonight, Todd. I got to ask you, you're one of my favorite college football minds to talk. How shocked were you uh, by the Lincoln Riley news today? You know, honestly, Chris, I wish I was shocked, but when all the rumbling started about some of these different vacancies that were available, you knew that there were going to be some interesting parallels and positions, and I thought Lincoln made a lot of sense to make the move out to USC. The LSU stuff never made sense, because I always thought it was going to be a job where you're constantly looking over your shoulder. Even when you win a national championship, they want to discard you once you have a down season. Suddenly, Lincoln Riley can now secure every recruit west of the state of Texas. There's not a whole lot of competition in the Pac-12, and And I didn't know that nugget that you guys shared. If he's able to bring Alex Grinch with him as his defensive coordinator, suddenly USC becomes the team to beat next year in the Pac-12, and it won't even take a season to rebuild that thing. You know, my thing was, and we talked about this last night, Todd, I said if he didn't take the Dallas Cowboy job, that means he either was going to stay in Oklahoma or go to USC. I never thought he was going to take the LSU job. And then, of course, yesterday he came out with the, I'm not taking the LSU job. I thought that was kind of in poor taste for saying that now uh, when he was going to take the USC job the whole way. Yeah, I mean, for me, college coaching in general, whether it's college football or college basketball, without having relationships with any athletic directors or head coaches themselves, has always struck me as one of the dirtier businesses that are out there because I can understand why coaches want to take better jobs. Schools don't look out for their, for their welfare or well-being once they start to struggle, but it's really the kids that suffer, and it's the individuals that commit that have these head coaches come into their living rooms and tell their mothers and fathers, grandparents, what have you, that, hey, I have your sons or daughters in some cases best interest in mind and we're going to look out for them suddenly essentially in the 23rd hour you've now stranded kids that wanted to play in your system that don't have the opportunity to transfer and it's the one thing that's never sat well with me in college athletics especially at the division one level because I went through a coaching transition myself much further down the food chain in division three and it really changed the combination between academics and athletic experience that I had during my undergrad all right so anything really uh, as so we can get me in a good mood here Todd anything uh-huh. really catch your eye in the National Football League today that kind of surprised you I feel like we're shocked every week but 
Was today kind of normal in a lot of ways? Yeah, I don't know if I want to go normal, but I think I have to give Arnie's Dolphins a ton of credit Ooh. defensively. They're really Ooh. rounding into shape, a dominant performance against Carolina, so much so that it forced Cam Newton to the bench in favor of uh, P.J. Walker. When you look at the Los Angeles Rams, this is a team that I thought was soft coming into the year. Everyone wants to talk about their star power. You've had two weeks to prepare, and they looked anything but prepared to go into Lambeau Field in conditions that are arguably the best you're going to get this time of year. And when you look at the professional money that came in on L.A., it was a dead wrong side and then I think Cleveland has backed themselves into a bit of a corner you wonder if the injuries that Baker Mayfield is dealing with are beginning to be too much and they need may need to make a change to Case Keenum he's not entirely to blame for the 10 point performance tonight but it just looks like a defeated team from the head coach on down that roster you know Todd I brought this earlier the three best predictions in our lifetime was man will walk on the moon Uh, one day humans will transplant organs from one body to another that was Robert Boyle and Arnie Spanier saying Miami would win went out and go 10 and 7. That That's like a billion to one odds I gave you there, Todd. You know that, don't you? Well, I don't think they were a billion to one. You did say that they could win out, and I kind of agreed with you once they got over the hump uh, against the Baltimore Ravens. You look at their schedule now, two home games that should be winnable against the Giants and Jets. That's right. And then things get a little interesting when you go out on the road and you take on the Saints and Titans in back-to-back weeks before you finish with a home date against the Patriots. Look, no one in the AFC has run away with that back half of the playoff picture, and Brian Flores clearly has this defense trending in the right direction. What I think is interesting, though, if you go back and look at all the people that wanted to anoint Justin Herbert, the heir apparent, to Patrick Mahomes in the AFC West, suddenly a healthy Tua has shown to be more than competent leading the Dolphins' offense. And maybe we'll see over the next couple of years if Tua can bridge that gap a little bit should he keep a stranglehold on the starting job down there in South Florida. It's Tua time. It's Tua time, right, Plank? It's Tua time. You wanted him binged two weeks ago, <laughs> so I just want to uh, remind you of that. Hey, uh, uh, Todd, what is this hex that our man John Harbaugh has over over Cleveland right now? Because he just covers whenever it comes to the Ravens versus the Browns. Pretty impressive. I mean, I think they're just more buttoned up, honestly. When you look at Baltimore, uh, they were gifted three points because Cleveland couldn't get themselves lined up. How you get called for 12 men on the field coming out of a timeout that led to the first Justin Tucker field goal is beyond me. And they just weren't able to do enough to move the football. They had a great opening drive script. Of course, it ended in a missed 46-yard field goal. Uh, But this is a Cleveland team, I still think, trying to figure out what they are. And it's pretty incredible when you watch this Ravens team in recent weeks to think that they are the number one seed in the AFC. It just goes to show how wide open the playoff picture, not only in the AFC, but maybe the NFC is as well with no clearly dominant side. Todd, I'm just going to bet against Pittsburgh every week if they look like that. They were just horrible. <laughs> horrible. Ben Roethlisberger looked like his grandfather. He just looked bad out there, you know? Well, you'll have an interesting number next week because by all indications, I think the Ravens will open right around a field goal favorite for their trip to Heinz Field. Uh, you'd have to think that the Steelers can't be worse next Sunday than what we saw this week, uh, but you do wonder how they'll go about slowing down a Baltimore Ravens offense that looked to be stuck in quick stand for stretches, but I think that can be a sneaky high-scoring game assuming the weather holds off in western Pennsylvania. All right, uh, a couple more and we'll get you out of here, Todd. As we start looking ahead at the conference championship games, I haven't seen a ton of numbers posted yet, and I know that, uh, again, these can change throughout the week. But, I mean, is there anything that sells you, especially after how bad they looked against Auburn, that Alabama can go out and beat Georgia? 
I think there are major concerns along this Alabama offensive line, and I really don't believe you can rectify that in a week. So it'll be so important for Nick Saban and Bill O'Brien to find ways to keep Bryce Young upright uh, and scheme opportunities to slow down this Georgia defensive front. But at the same time, you know, this number has ballooned, guys. We were looking at Georgia right around a field goal favorite. Alabama struggles in front of a national audience over a holiday weekend, and you're talking about a price approaching six and a half, seven. I'm not going to advocate for backing Alabama here, but I'm not sure Georgia is going to find a ton of success moving the football uh, against this Alabama defense that seems to be undersold. And at the same time, we need to see Kirby Smart win one of these big games uh, against his mentor and uh, former boss in Nick Saban before we begin to believe in it, because you know that that's the stat that's going to be circulated for all week long, how Nick Saban has fared against his former assistant coaches. Uh, you, you know, I want to ask you, Todd, because when we had you on a long, long time ago uh, and you could bet on where Tom Brady was going to end up, I guess some people put in some early bets on Tampa and they got, what, 20 to 1, maybe even more. That I don't even remember what the odds were, but they, they made a boatload of money. Can we bet on, like, the next head coach of Oklahoma? Like, what would Bob Stoops be? Do you have any odds on, on something like that or what? You know, Chris has better intel than I do, and I'm sure he can't share, but I would make Bob Stoops about 1,000 to 1, Arnie, to be the next head coach <laughs> uh, at Oklahoma. At first. Now, in terms of the Stoops family, that may be a very different discussion if they can put together a compelling offer for Mark Stoops. But the one name that I've seen thrown around as well, I think Cliff Kingsbury, uh, the fact that Adam Schefter was the one that broke that story, seems to be him using that as leverage for the Arizona Cardinals. I would be be stunned if he decides to leave the Arizona Cardinals in the midst of a chance to win a Super Bowl to go back to college. So it'll be fascinating to see what direction Oklahoma goes into. But Chris, I threw this out there before, and I I don't want to throw salt in the wound. I do begin to worry about Oklahoma's move to the SEC. And if they're unable to recruit at the same level we've seen where they were the dominant program in the Big 12, do we worry about Oklahoma football kind of falling into that no-man's land that has befallen Nebraska over the last couple of years? Because they can't recruit kids from Texas. It's not a talent-rich state in and of its own right. That's a parallel that I've thrown out there. I hope that's not the case, uh, but I do wonder where Oklahoma will fall in the college football pecking order if they get this hire incorrect. Me too. It's the uh, biggest hire maybe in the history of Oklahoma football, and they got to get it right. And Joe C is one of the best athletic directors in college football, and I assume that he will. I like, though, whenever some people throw out names just because they see him on social media. It's like, no, 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 listen. Listen, bro, Lane Kiffin isn't coming here, nor I didn't th- He's like 0 for 3 in places in big time. Let him go be an Ole Miss and talk about it at LSU. But, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. It's it's all the fears and all the concerns. Last thing you want to be is something like Arizona. So, Todd, oh. we appreciate you. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, Todd, Todd, wait. wait just, just one quick little thing. Um, and I, I'm always a step ahead of everybody else. Why shouldn't I bet the New York Mets now at 20 to 1? Then they sign Scherzer, and I've got a, I got a bargain. Look, at I'm getting 20 to 1, and they're signing Scherzer before the, before the line changes, Todd. You know, I'm not sure what puts you over the top. The Starling Marte signing, the Mark Hanha <laughs> signing. You know, Max Scherzer is great if he can pitch five days in a row to go out there. Uh, I think, Arnie, the, a Major League Baseball city that you live the clo- uh, maybe not the closest to, uh, but just north of the border might be worth a little bit of an investment uh, with them signing Kevin Gossman. Quietly, the Blue Jays are assembling a rotation that's going to be formidable. And if all those young hitters continue to mature like what we saw this season, I think the Toronto Blue Jays are a little bit of a dark horse in the American League this year. Wow. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. All right, buddy. Todd, you're the man. Talk to you again next Sunday night. Have a great week, and everyone check out the Bet the Board podcast. Always a pleasure, gents. You guys do the same. Thanks, Todd. See you, buddy. Todd Furman. All right, when we come back, Steve DeSager wraps up everything in a busy day of sports right here on a Fox Football Sunday. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Steve DeSager joins us to wrap up Hour 2. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. What's going on, Steve? Well, if you missed the NFL game at Baltimore tonight, I'm tempted to say you didn't miss anything. It was not yeah, exactly. pleasing to the eyes, let's just say, but who cares if you're a Ravens fan? They're 8-3, and three, best record in the AFC. They beat Cleveland 16-10. to 10. Lamar Jackson, one touchdown, four interceptions, and that was the winning quarterback. There were five total turnovers just in wow. the first half. In fact, three of the picks from Jackson were in the second quarter. And yet, AP says, to have at least four interceptions and throw only one touchdown pass or fewer and still win the game. That hadn't happened since 2013. Carson Palmer did that and still won Jeez. an Arizona game. <laughs> if you go back to 2000, what's the win-loss record for quarterbacks when they throw at least four interceptions and then, you know, it's the Jackson stats tonight. The answer is 7 and 138. So it was a little That's rare that you could be that bad and still be Cleveland. The bad news for Cleveland, not that they're 6 and 6, but that the star tackle, they just got off injured reserve. Jack Conklin was hurt early in the game, left with a Ooh. knee injury. It is Him potentially serious. Oh Absolutely. My God. You know, if there wasn't off. a fifth year on that contract, on that rookie contract, he'd be gone after this year. You know that, Chris, don't you? They, You're I think they've given Jackson? up on him now. No, I'm, I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> okay. Mm, no, nobody was, just him. for the record. But, yeah. yeah. Why don't you – somebody was mentioning this on one of the shows this weekend. Why don't you just go the Cousins route? You don't have to give him four years or three there years. There you go. Right? No, you right. don't have just to, but you're getting the fifth tackle. year so – you're getting the fifth year so cheap that it's not worth, and there's nobody in the draft unless you want to take a veteran quarterback. But if if there was another option in the draft, I think they'd move on from him. Why? We're, they're picking near the middle to bottom of the draft. 
And all again, the good quarterbacks the, are usually gone by ten. The word "cheap" for quarterbacks these days is all yeah, I mean, is all relative. Well, <clears throat> baseball news. Their mind. Yeah, go ahead. Go and plenty say. of it because, and this is why, guys, the collective bargaining agreement with the players' union is due to expire when December first comes along. That's Wednesday. So, as MLB.com put it, multiple executives believe that if deals aren't agreed to by tomorrow night, and there's been a lot tonight, then it would be unlikely they can get completed by Wednesday night due to the physicals needed and the language in the contracts and so forth. John Morosi of Fox says pitcher Max Scherzer and the Mets are close to finalizing a multi-year deal. John Heyman, MLB Network, had said earlier tonight that Scherzer was mulling an offer that includes the Mets' decision either tonight or early tomorrow. So that's something to keep an eye on. And a guy who just won a gold glove at a new position, second base for Toronto, Marcus Simeon, goes to the Texas Rangers on a seven-year deal worth a reported $175 million. (laughs) He just hit 45 homers for Toronto. And the big college football news today, that Coach Lincoln Riley is leaving Oklahoma for USC and his defense coordinator is reportedly going with him. USC just played BYU. And his offensive line coach and his outside receivers coach. Yeah, so it could be four, at least from Norman to Los Angeles. USC, of course, is, has had a lost season, let's put it that way, including the BYU game. I think the, the wagon's going too. The Boomer night. Sooner wagon's <laughs> going too. Maybe. It's not Maybe. quite <laughs> turn out the light the last one to leave, but anyway, USC uh, hosted uh, BYU, a lot of BYU fans there last night. SC will have BYU on the schedule again in a couple years with Lincoln Riley as coach against him. Next year, one of the non-conference games is Fresno State in September. Of course, USC plays Notre Dame every year, but I did notice in the future, here with the Sooners and Texas moving on to the SEC conference in the future. USC's opener in Vegas in 2024 is against LSU. And then the next year starts a home-and-home with USC against Ole Miss. So just consider that. As for Bob Stoops, the Hall of Famer will be coaching the Oklahoma Bowl game. We'll find out all the bowl matchups next Sunday already. Uh, Current projections are for Oklahoma to play a Pac-12 team at the Alamo Bowl If Utah does not win the rematch with Oregon in the Pac-12 final on Friday night, it would be Oklahoma-Utah and Oregon would advance on to the Rose Bowl. But again, games are still to be played. Projections are that UCLA would be in San Diego's Holiday Bowl. Keep in mind, the stadium where that game was always played and where the Chargers used to play doesn't exist anymore. Qualcomm Stadium has been torn down. The Holiday Bowl is listed for the Padres Stadium at Petco Park, actually. And among the other bowl projections, Virginia Tech to the game at Annapolis, and there is a game in Tampa every year these days, uh, bowl season. UCF versus Florida is the Tampa projection, and the game in Fort Worth would have nearby SMU against Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl as a possibility. Do you know the Ram Stadium has a new bowl game? It's officially known as the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. You could guess what network is carrying that the week before Christmas, but San Diego State is the projected first participant against a Pac-12 team, maybe Oregon State. As for the... What's coming up, obviously a lot of baseball news in the next 24 hours, but also Monday, the Outstanding DH Award. Uh, That'll end award season officially. I assume MVP Shohei Otani is going to get that over Nelson Cruz, but we'll see. On Tuesday, U.S. Women's Soccer has another exhibition in Australia. The U.S. just beat the Aussies Friday night 3-0. On the trip for the Americans, half players from the Olympic team this past summer, the other half have very little experience with the national team. Carly Lloyd retired, recall. And 
and for what it's worth, I know the new playoff committee rankings in college football don't come out until Tuesday night, but if you go by the AP poll that came out today, the conference title games have number 10 Oregon against number 14 Utah Friday for the Pac-12. In the ACC Saturday, number 17 Pitt against number 18 Wake Forest. And in the American Conference this weekend, number 3 Cincinnati against number 16 Houston. Yes, Michigan moved up to number two in the new AP poll behind Georgia, which is a unanimous number one for the eighth straight week. Cincinnati three, then Alabama four, and they had Oklahoma State number five. For what it's worth, Florida Gators have a new coach, Billy Napier. He'll still coach Louisiana in Saturday's Sunbelt Championship. Beautiful. Thanks, Steve. Good Thanks, stuff. Steve. When we come back, in fact, Steve's uh, got an update here in a couple of minutes. Get you caught up on all the scores today. We'll hit the locker room. We'll tell you what we learned today. And after week 12 of the NFL, we know this. All coming up in the final hour, it's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Final hour, Fox Sports Radio. Let's go with Bobo and Danny G. That's it. He's, that's it. This Arnie got kicked off the show tonight. Arnie's done. He knew I, the rules. Mm-hmm. He knew the rules. Steve DeSager on updates. But there was one simple rule. I'm Chris Plank. And if he ever said, go Cowboys, or try to say my Cowboys, Bobo was done with them. It's funny because he's probably trying to talk right now, but no one can hear him <laughs> because his mic's not on. So... Yeah, so you got to learn the rules, Arnie. I mean, there's simple certain rules on this show. You can't be. First of all, he tries You're to pick hot, the Cowboys Arnie. every single year, and you jinx him. Why are you doing that? to I Bubba? wish people could see what goes on behind the scenes. Really. <laughs> I, I wish they. Could no, hear that was what it. That's exactly what goes on behind the That's scenes. Right. I <laughs> told you that last week. 
Well, no, it wasn't last week because I wasn't here. It was two, two three week weeks before, ago. Yeah. No, I gave you last week off for Thanksgiving. You That's didn't right. give me nothing. You're not my. Okay, well, give me a raise. <laughs> if you know, if you're my boss, give me a raise. Let's, I let's, can't do that right why now. Why not? He has syrup, syrup for you. Syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> syrup. Oh, yeah, Christmas <laughs> is coming. Remember, he gives you the Christmas present so he can dump on you all year long. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And then be like, well, I gave you the Christmas present. <laughs> By the way, happy Hanukkah, which starts Thank you. Tonight. Yes, that's yeah. right. It's Celebrate. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah out there. Start of Hanukkah. Um, we got a lot to get to on the show, and we only have an hour to get there. Ooh. So let's start here, Arnie yeah. Spanier. Every single Sunday night, we usually open the show with after today's games, and this being week 12. After week 12, I know this. Now, we haven't got to it yet, so let's get after it. You can go first. I've got a laundry right. list, four or five of them. So, Arnie, after week 12 of the NFL, I know this. After week 12 of the NFL, I know this. And finally, we could say they're put to rest. That's the Minnesota Vikings. They dropped the 5-6. and six. They lose that game to San Francisco. Um, there's no coming back from 5-6 and six for them. They've lost too many close games out there. I thought maybe they'd make a run and it would start here. They'd get the 6-5 and five and, and get them off over the edge. I said this was going to be a play-in, play-out game. Loser was going to be eliminated. A winner would stay alive. Um, I think we finally know that we're going to have to bury the Vikings They're are done for the year. Wow, you're done with the Vikings. I'm, yeah, I'm done I, with I, the, I, why is that too early? No, no, no. I, I kind of like yeah. it actually. It's it's crazy though because you say it, and I agree with you. I agree with you 100. percent The Vikings are done. If the season were to end today, they're in the playoffs. Really? Yes. Jeez, they're the seventh seed. End. They're the seventh seed in the NFC. With a five and six record, and they would play the Packers in the first round in Green Bay. You know the sick part of it: if Miami went ten and seven, they wouldn't even make the playoffs in the AFC. So much easier to make the playoffs in the NFC this year. Is that right? So it'll be two, seven, three, six, four, five. Yeah. So think about this. Just again, it doesn't end today, but for the sake of the Minnesota take, which I agree with, the first round of the NFC playoffs would look like this: Green Bay versus Minnesota. Yep. Tampa versus San Francisco. And the Cowboys versus the Rams in oh, how Dallas. Great. How great with is Arizona that? being the one seed. Uh, okay, so I, I I have one from today. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was. You should be proud of me. I'm not going back to Thursday and declaring the greatness of the Raiders, where there are three AFC West teams currently battling for the seven seed right now, all at six and five, a game behind the idle Kansas City Chiefs, who are seven and four. But Arnie, um, after week twelve of the NFL season, I, lear- I learned this. The Bengals are legit. Now, I want to get levels of legitness here. That's even a word. But I, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to the AFC Championship game. But I think they're going to the playoffs. And I think they might win a playoffs. game. Yeah, playoffs yeah. for the Bengals, right? <laughs> I mean, again, we, we can do this for fun. Playoffs started today. Patriots, Chargers in the first round. Titans, Bills, and Chiefs, Bengals in Kansas City. I'm telling you what. I know it's two weeks, and I know it's a, it was a beat-up Raiders team at the time, and a, and what we thought was an incredibly healthy, now starting to turn the corner, Pittsburgh Steelers team, and they beat the snot out of them today. So I'm after week 12, putting together two nice wins after their bye, I kind of like where the Bengals are right now. And they did it in one half of football. They had they were yep. up 31 to 3. The game was over at that point. They That was a whole butt-kicking um, when it was said and done, when it was 31-3 at halftime, you could just take that game off TV and, and move on from that one. You didn't have to have that on the red zone. Do we have time for one more? 
Oh, we got time for tons oh, because, more. Because it's two a time. Oh, That's what gosh. I know after week two. It's two a time. 27 to 31, 230. Guess what? Two is going to take Miami, hopefully, to the playoffs. I told you they were going to win out, which was like a billion to one odds. He does look good, except for a couple of fumbles. He's getting better. I'm telling you. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to fall back in love with Tua. I like him. I like him. I like this kid there, Blake. I like him. What are you going to do when he throws three picks next week against the Giants? I'll hate him. Right, exactly. He can't um, do it against the Giants. I, I have to get the 500. I need some hope out there. I need to get two more wins to well, get the 500. You're in the conversation. I mean, at, right now, I told you, there's the only teams that aren't in the playoff conversation right now, you can count on like one hand, right? I mean, you, you start thinking about, I'm not even kidding. Maybe I'll throw this in here. You ready? After week 12 of the National Football League, the only teams that you can consider out of the playoff conversation, you can legitimately count on one hand right now. Because Yeah, that's just I mean, mathematically though. They really don't have a chance. Like the Dolphins' chances of making the playoffs are are nine percent. They're essentially a game and a half out. But it's nine percent. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who percentages? The only teams that are truly out Jets, Texans, Jaguars, Lions. Maybe the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks that's it. are done. Yeah, but if the Seahawks win tomorrow night, they're a game out of the playoffs. So I mean, it's just it's. <laughs> so I, I mean, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, they're out. And then you know, you're but like, you well, say that, but you don't tell everybody. There's like eight teams that are above them even before they get to that final playoff spot. You don't bring that up. Well, I don't know. I don't know where they would be because they would be four and seven, right, and I don't know where might. they. You know, but I don't know where they would be in the tiebreaker situation oh, well, because four crazy. and seven is a game behind five and six, Arnie. You don't have to get too carried away there. There's like 12 teams that are five and six I, right I know, now. I know, I know. So after, I, I'm telling you right now, after week 12, the playoffs are in play for a lot of really bad football teams like the Chicago Bears, the New York Giants, the Washington football team, the, the Vegas Raiders. There's a lot of bad football teams in play. After twelve, going after twelve weeks of the season, I don't know how the hell the Patriots are eight and four. It's starting to really bug the heck yeah, out of me. Yeah, speaking of great predictions, you want to get I, to that yeah, one? I, I thought they were going to win five games all year, and now they're sitting at eight and four. I look, I thought Mac Jones was going to be a good quarterback. I didn't know he was going to be this good this quickly, but man, eight and four. Shame on Buffalo for being behind them, but I I just can't believe that they're able to knock all these teams off and they're crushing everybody. They're what are they, are they number one in plus minus ratio? It, it's just crazy. Belichick may win coach of the year when it's all said and done. Uh you think Belichick's gonna win coach of the year? He'll get some votes, won't he? I, no. Listen, I don't think it's a bad argument to be had right now. I mean, if if the, the coach of the year is the conversation, what? Maybe Zach Taylor? Bill Belichick, obviously, with a rookie hit. Matt LaFleur might be the coach of the year, Arnie. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers coach, too. But, no, for someone who said the Pac- uh, Patriots won't even win four or five games this year, um, you, you, you've turned rather quickly. I appreciate that. Do you no, want to pat yourself on the back for that one or no? no. Oh, wow. We spent the whole first hour with you patting yourself on the back. Well, you don't give me any credit on. for I've given you the best predictions in like the history of radio. You're, you're you celebrating any- a prediction you've given that hasn't come to fruition yet. So you know what's weird about the Patriots? You mentioned they have the best plus minus in the NFL right now. They're a plus right. 146. And that score differential, if it matters to you, if you look at the standings, it's on the far right side. They have a losing record at home. <laughs> I know. 
They're three and four at home. They're five and zero oh on the road this season. It it makes absolutely no sense. All right, um, I, I don't know how I feel about this, but after week twelve and this stands on Sunday Night Football, I I kind of think the Ravens are are slimy enough to where they're going to end up making some noise. And let me explain. Tonight we watched a football game where a quarterback threw three picks and they won a game. How the hell does that happen, Arnie? So, again, I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they're elite, but they, they, they've got the Browns tonight. They had the Browns tonight. They won the game 16-10. Uh, it was disgusting. They have the Steelers next week, and then they play the Browns again. So they're going to be 10-3 and three heading into a showdown with the Packers on December 19th. So, And again, I, I also have to pause because I'm like, well, this is the same Ravens team that lost to the Dolphins and got beat by 24 against the Bengals a month ago. So I don't know what to believe. But, Arnie, I think they're just greasy enough, and I mean that in the most complimentary way possible, where they win games that they have no business winning. I think they're going to make a little run this year in the playoffs. Wow. I hate, I hate that I believe it, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you one more because I know we're a little short on time. Um, after 12 weeks of the NFL season, I don't think I'm going to watch Monday Night Football tomorrow. Would You're not going to be... watch the Seahawks in Washington? Is, is, that, is that okay if I, sure. if I go ahead and put on like a uh, old law and order I haven't been able to see yet or anything like that? Because I don't know if I really care about this game. You know, I has no interest. Couldn't they have just flexed it out? There's no flexing out Monday, Monday Night Football. Couldn't we just stuck it on Sunday and have no Monday Night Football? I, I don't understand this one. This is horrible. So um, I, I got one more, too, and yeah. then we'll break and we'll, we'll start hitting the post-game audio. I got tons of of it from earlier today but it's not a marquee game and it's probably not even necessarily a marquee storyline but to me the Eagles are still a marquee team in the NFL Arnie after week 12 I still don't know if the Eagles have their quarterback I just don't and I felt like they did right you know you go back to last week they beat the Saints and Jalen Hurts is running all over the place and then today the dude throws three picks has a QB rating, uh, QBR rating of 17, got outdueled by Daniel Jones, but yet still ran for 77 yards. So I, I don't know what to make of what the future is at the quarterback position in Philly. I was reading an article last week that said, oh, the front office is enamored with the idea of his development. I, I watched him improve every year in college. And then, of course, he came to Oklahoma and saw the improvement there. He's sometimes better this year than he was last year, but I don't. I don't. I've never thought he was accurate enough to be an NFL quarterback. I mean, he'll prove me wrong one week, and then the next week he's terrible. So, what does the quarterback future look like in Philly right well, now? They lost does, today to the Giants, thirteen to seven. What does the quarterback future look like for Daniel Jones? And by the way, they didn't have Jason Garrett to go ahead and push around for the thirteen points they put up on the board. Lucky enough to get the win. Daniel Jones is trying to play for his job. I get the feeling he's kind of saving it right now, to be honest with you. He's a 4-7 and seven right now. And again, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to have watched every play of this game. I watched the highlights, a little bit of red zone. But again, he's I don't think he's the Giants' problem right now. I'm not. There's kind of a Derek Carr, Matt Ryan feel to him, right? To where he's not going to go out and put you on his shoulders and no, win a game for you. The offense is a problem. Right, but if you protect him and get the running game going, it can be okay. Giants bet the best news for the Giants Arnie is I think they're a pretty good defensive football team so that helps them out quite a bit but boy that was we had some ugly games today didn't we we had some ugly games on Thanksgiving now granted everyone was watching and it was what the highest rated 
uh, football game for the National Football League since the 90s, which is not a long time ago in my mind, but is a long time ago with the Raiders and the Cowboys. But the star of that game was the officials. That Cowboys line, or excuse me, the Lions game against the Bears was very forgettable. That was gross, the night game between the Bills and the Saints. Speaking of gross, look at your Monday night football game tomorrow night. So there was some ugly football, but I don't know if anything was more gross than the Giants and the Eagles. Earlier no, and, today. Well, the Giants and Jets won on the same weekend, so they get that going for themselves up there in New York. They, they're they lucky to pull that out. And you mentioned your Raiders kind of saving Let's the go. season with a big victory over the Cowboys. Yeah, the officiating was just miserable. Don't care. But, yeah, you didn't, you're just stuffing your face with turkey and watching the game, so you couldn't care, really. Could you imagine, Arnie, if the Raiders would have lost today? Mm. And I had this Lincoln Riley stuff to deal with. Oh, you wouldn't have showed up to work. I don't think Again, you would have showed I up. Again, I always show up for work. But it's just, I don't know. That would have been a tough did, one to stomach. Did you see all the tweets we got on saying, is Plank really going to show up to work? I, I'm really worried that this time he might not show up to work. I mean, people were really, really wondering. It was like 50-50 right now. No, I saw two of them. So oh, yeah, all, I, I retweeted all, a lot of them. All, yeah, you like every single tweet that even mentions your name. <laughs> you are so needy. All right, hey, when we come back, Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday, we'll hit some of the good tweets, and I'm taking you to the locker room to hear from all the stars of today and those who may have struggled. It's all coming up on a busy night on a Fox Football Sunday. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, um, a lot of quick tweets to get to here real quick. Yeah, you got to get to Josh, too. Uh, what did Josh say? I didn't see that one. So, stick of genius, we are baffled here trying to figure out how you have this sweet gig making the world's worst picks. 
just like you're trying to figure out for the Patriots. Give me your job for a day. Man, don't you wish you had a nickel for somebody that just give me your job for a day? First of all, my picks are phenomenal. It's Rob Parker's picks that are not very good. That's that's the first thing. And two, wouldn't you wouldn't you just love to have a a dollar for every time so I can do your job with better? You're no good. I don't get that very often. People, I have a very high approval rating, Artie. That oh, much really? just be you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it, well, your picks. Here's the thing: is you try to take credit for your picks when they're not like official yet, and that's always been. I never understood that, and people do it on Twitter. It's like at the end of the first quarter. Told you this over was going to hit, and it's like ten to three. You're like, what? What do you? It's the end of the first quarter. You're very guilty of this, and I've never really understood why. You're trying to take credit for the greatest prediction ever when it's not even at the halfway point of it yet. Yeah, but a lot of my other great predictions always come true, and I don't get credit for that in either way. I, I, Again, you had the Patriots as a five-win football team. Uh, every division being decided. That Bob which, Stoops taking over at Oklahoma. Which again, I still would give like one in a bazillion odds. But wasn't the interim coach anything, now? Sure, right. Okay, but it's so really I was right. So, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, I, I've never really understood that about you. Is there something we need to delve into where you need like approval or something? Or are we okay here? I no, mean, I'm good. I'm good. I, right. I, I feel good. I, you know what? Maybe we should have uh, Josh sit in for me next week. Would that be okay with you? Josh, hit me up on my DMs. Um, <laughs> I need someone who's going to have some sympathy when a life-changing thing happens, not someone who mocks me. Um, this was good from Lou, who writes, Chris, when I heard one of you repeat the word playoffs, it reminded me of Jim Morris' classic 23-second rant after his Indianapolis Colts lost the game. Oh, my gosh. That's what we say all the time. Playoffs. Yeah. Anytime Playoffs. something happens, it's always about the playoffs. So yeah, the uh the the reality is that's just gonna be that's just gonna be a staple of this program. Uh Mantum Finnis uh, f- See, when you switch your names around and it's Phantom Menace and you go, Mantum Finnis, I can't say it. Right. Arnie is done with my Minnesota Vikings. Like I've been done with Arnie's radio career for the past ten years. Well, he's been that's listening cool. for ten years. That's I gotta say, at least he's been doing that. Uh, I did learn that legitness is a word. Oh, good for you. So I've got that. You got um, that going for you. Arik writes, and we got a Sager coming up here in a bit. Did the Sager just say that since 2000, with four or more interceptions and one TD, teams went seven and 130? How on earth has there been 130 games with a team throwing four or more interceptions? Yeah, I got to call PS on the Sager on that. I think he got Uh-oh. a stat screwed up. I can't. I find you know how often also. you're right when you try to call BS on DeSager? A lot. A lot. Like I 90%. don't think that's the case. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. one more from Marika writes, what did I learn today? Never pay a running back big money. I was surprised when I woke up that Cook got hurt again. Clubs don't want to lose a franchise running back, but they are all made of tissue paper. I told, I've been telling you that for how long? Don't pay the big money to the running backs. You never do that. Just every conversation. I've been saying that for a while. I, I think it's, it's it's funny because everything we've said tonight on the show is like I've been saying that. I've been telling you. Sound like my grandpa whenever we're doing this show tonight. <laughs> I, I, I told you not to go into radio. Desager, do you want to back up the yeah, stats it was on Associated Press, not me, just for the record, there as I go. said at the time. And going a step further, Stats Inc. just said that the Ravens winning that game in unlikely fashion tonight with those stats. In the Super Bowl era, so that's 55 years of NFL football, the Ravens tonight are the only team in these 55 years to win the game when these things all happen. Under 17 points, under 325 total yards, 
and at least four more interceptions than your opponent. All of those happened tonight, and still the Ravens won the game. Oh. Teams with those numbers in the Super Bowl era going into tonight were 0 and 275. That's crazy. wow. That's crazy. <laughs> it's even a bigger number than you guys thought. So 0 and 275 with those things. Yeah. Um, a couple of uh, quick. We'll get to more tweets before we get out of here. At a stinking genius one. I'm at Plank Show. All right. Um, ben Roethlisberger. Things were not pretty today for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and as you might imagine, Ben wasn't in the excuse making mode. Nor was his head coach Mike Tomlin. Here's first though, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, you you get your butt kicked. It happens sometimes. I'm not going to say that it, it happens to every team every year, but um, these things happen. And, um, you know, you, it's kind of those ones that you can, you know, I know that we have to come in tomorrow and we're going to meet and talk about it. To me, there's not a lot to talk about. We got our butt kicked and it is what it is. How would you handle losing a game like that, Arnie? If you're head coach Mike Tomlin, what would you say? You got smoked. You're back to 500. I think the final score of 41 to 10 to the Bengals today in Cincinnati. You're five six and one. You're outside looking in on the playoffs right now. What do you say to your team after that? I don't know if I go off t- too harshly on them because you still got the rest of the year. You're still a chance to make the playoffs. You are 500. It is something that you can just tear up the film and just, the hell with it. Let's just get back at it. This was just one that got away in the first half, and uh, we're not going to let it happen again and just chuck it up to that, even though it was really Cincinnati looking that much better than than Pittsburgh and B- Big Ben looking old. But what else are you going to do? I mean, you're, when right. you scream and cry about it, you got to move on after that one. Well, uh, Mike, Mike Tomlin has an interesting perspective on it. Tip our caps to those guys. They, they played today and won and did the things that was required in a big game like this, and we didn't, to be quite honest with you. We didn't play nearly well enough in, in any of the phases, and significantly I thought that we got beat up front on both sides of the ball, and they won the line of scrimmage, and when you win the line of scrimmage, the game has a chance to, to look like that. Do you think – that pit, now you got Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins, and I'm not trying to blame Ben Roethlisberger at all. Um, he didn't have a good game, but neither did any of the Pittsburgh Steelers today, and he was sacked three times. They've got a good young running back, we think, and Najee Harris, even though he was held at 23 yards, and a fairly decent young receiving core. Are you shocked that they haven't committed to a younger quarterback? Not to say you bench Ben Roethlisberger, but – you grab Dwayne Haskins off kind of the used car pile. You've drafted Mason Rudolph, and we've seen enough of him to know he's not likely the answer. But are you surprised they haven't addressed their future quarterback situation better? No, we we, we talked about this last year. We oh, said did they we? were st- well. We said they were stuck. They had to bring him back. It was all about the money. Um, there was nothing they could do. Right? They brought in Haskins, but we said one more year of Big Ben. Then when Big Ben's gone, they'll move on from him. Unfortunately, they can't do it through the draft. So, um, but it may work out for them. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been playing the, you know, let me throw a whole bunch of hints out there. I really believe it. I really believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. But, um, yeah, I I mean, I'm not surprised. They gave Big Ben a going-away tour, one-more-year thing, and and that's it. He'll be gone, and and they'll get Rodgers to come on in. By the way, Justin in Cincinnati did want to make sure to point out your awesome Jacksonville prediction where you said they were going to have nine or ten wins. So there's another great prediction that you had. 
Yeah, he didn't have to bring that up. Thoughts. Um, Calbert uh, writes, uh, real quick, because I want to get to this this Niners sound that I have. Calbert hits us up on Twitter, at that damn bear, and writes, the NFL is definitely a week-to-week league. You have teams that started slow, like the Niners, Colts, and Chiefs, that are now playing well, and you have teams that started well, kind of sliding in the Titans, Bills, and Raiders. But a close race in both conferences make each game great to watch. Now, the Niners are the team to me, Arnie, it's fascinating to see where they are right now because, I mean, again, I'm not trying to get too carried away here and I'm trying to stay somewhat calm, but with what they've done the last few weeks, even though you know, the, the Vikings were an under 500 team coming off a big win, they might have had the most impressive three-week three, uh, three week stretch that they've seen. No, no big deal about beating the Jaguars, but beat them soundly, cover the spread. They smoked the Rams the week before. They've won four of their last five games, and they look pretty damn good doing it. Yeah, you know, they had that stretch. I think they started off two and four. Where everybody was writing them off. I even wrote them off. And as you said, you know, wins over the Rams, Jaguars, and Vikings. Jaguars is what the doctor ordered. Um, they really dominated the Rams. And, you know, as for the Viking game, you know, you never know which Viking team you're going to get. I, I don't think the schedule is all that tough. I mean, having to play Seattle, then they got Cincinnati on the road. Then, uh, you know, the Falcons and Titans certainly beatable with the Texans. And then they got to play the Rams again. So it's a schedule that could really put them in the playoffs. I I mean, expect them to be favored in all but two of those games. By the way, I still like how hard Jimmy uh, Kyle Shanahan is on Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I thought he started off um, not great. It took him a little bit to get into it. He missed a couple on that first drive. And obviously that pick um, was inexcusable. He knows that. But the way he bounced back, I thought was great. You know, he made some huge throws. Jimmy played good enough for us to win. Started out not great, played well enough for us to win. Jimmy G, not letting any of the offseason talk bother him now either. You know, before the game that the 49ers intend to trade you this offseason barring a Super Bowl run, did you see that? And what's your reaction? No, I didn't. Uh, I was worrying about the game, but I appreciate the heads up. Not worried about I, the trade rumors, but appreciate yeah. the heads. I, I wish, the, I wish you know, they, when the quarter, when the coach talks about, yeah, Jimmy G started slow, but he picked it up after that. He was great. I wish a quarterback would say, you know, uh, the, the play calling started off real slow and conservative, but uh, they got the hang of it after the first quarter, and then we really got to open it up because, uh, you know, the, the first quarter was terrible play calling. I wish they'd say something like that. Yeah, blame it on themselves. we got more yeah. sound coming up in just a bit. But first... Steve DeSager, one final time tonight to wrap up the day in sports. What's going on, Steve? We've got a lot of football to get to in a moment, but again, the baseball news that could break in the next 24 hours. According to our John Morosi, the New York Mets and free agent pitcher Max Scherzer are close to finalizing a deal, end quote. The Blue Jays gave pitcher Kevin Gosman a five-year deal to leave San Francisco. Texas gets pitcher John Gray and outfielder Cole Calhoun, and the Rangers agreed to a seven-year contract with infielder Marcus Semyon worth a reported $175 million. The Twins gave outfielder Byron Buxton a seven-year extension. Miami gave pitcher Sandy Alcantara a five-year extension. And also the Marlins get outfielder Avisail Garcia. The late NBA game went to the Lakers, sending Detroit to a six-straight loss, 110-106. Milwaukee won its seventh straight game, an easy win at Indiana, and the Bucks are signing veteran center DeMarcus Cousins. Memphis over Sacramento easily. The Grizzlies say guard John Morant will miss at least two weeks, but avoided a serious knee injury this past Friday. Boston's up to 11-10 and 10 after winning at Toronto. Jason Tatum was 2 of 16 from the floor, but did have 10 assists. And listen to this. Boston center Ennis Cantor will change his name to Ennis Cantor Freedom when he becomes a U.S. citizen on Monday. 
Golden State is 18-2 after beating the Clippers today. Steph Curry, 33 points, 6 assists, 6 steals. The Warriors are one game ahead of a Phoenix team that's won 16 games in a row. Tuesday night, it's Golden State at Phoenix. In college hoops, wins in Orlando for Kansas and Alabama. At Arkansas, ranked 13th, 19,000 fans for college hoops today. Arkansas beat Penn. Colorado beat Stanford Conference Basketball. And Wofford won at Georgia, 68-65. Lincoln Riley is leaving Oklahoma to coach USC. His defensive coordinator reportedly going with him. The Florida Gators' new coach is Billy Napier, but he'll still coach Louisiana in this Saturday's Sunbelt Championship game. And Duke parted ways with coach David Cutcliffe after 14 seasons there. Indiana fired its offensive coordinator. Colorado fired its offensive coordinator. Georgia Tech fired three assistants, including the offensive coordinator Syracuse let go three assistants including the offensive coordinator not much in the way of offense in the NFL game at Baltimore tonight Lamar Jackson one touchdown four interceptions but his team won again they beat Cleveland 16 to 10 Baltimore eight and three record now best in the AFC Justin Tucker three for three on field goals the Browns two running backs and they're both healthy now combined 15 carries 36 yards Mm. Cleveland after their opening drive tonight 11 drives, 12 first downs, and tackle Jack Conklin just off IR. Conklin left with a knee injury. So the Ravens in their previous four games were just 2-2. Two and two. Now they win again at home, 5-1 and one home record. They're one full game up on Cincinnati in the AFC North. The Bengals again beat Pittsburgh 41-10. Joe Mixon, 165 yards rushing, two short TDs. Giants and Jets each won. Atlanta as well. Miami won its fourth straight, beating Carolina 33-10. Christian McCaffrey of Carolina with an ankle injury. You know, the Panthers, after a 3-0 start, they've lost 7-9. of nine. Now they're on a bye. They still have to play Tampa Bay two times. Tampa Bay came back to win at Indy 38-31 as the Colts had five turnovers and blew a 10-point halftime lead. Carson Wentz had thrown three touchdown passes. They still didn't get the victory. Leonard Ford had four touchdowns and 100 yards rushing. New England won its sixth straight game, beating up Tennessee 36-13. Patriots lead the AFC East by a half game over Buffalo. Most importantly for tiebreakers, New England in conference play is 6-1 so far. And as for the three late games, the the winners were Denver, Green Bay, and San Francisco. The Niners beat Minnesota 34-26. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook was carted off with a dislocated shoulder. And the Niners' Debo Samuel, who had two touchdowns, left with a groin injury. As for Thursday night on Fox TV, it'll be Dallas at New Orleans. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Have a great week, buddy. It's mm-hmm. Arnie and Plank Thanks, on a Fox Football Sunday. And as always, brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. I had to laugh at this from Sharon. Here I'm having a perfectly wonderful day and you made me listen to that Weiner Roethlisberger. Gee, thanks. Did you not pay attention to the part where he said, maybe I just don't have it anymore? Please give a public warning the next time you play a soundbite, which is so crazy because still in the playoff mix. Still in the playoff mix. Yeah, they're, look, they're they're exactly where we thought they'd be a 500 team. I didn't think I didn't expect a whole heck of a lot about them. I know they've had some injuries, so maybe they'll pick it up a little bit. But I didn't expect a lot about uh, from Ben Roethlisberger coming into this no. year. 
I, I didn't think he was going to be in the MVP conversation. No, that's no, for sure. No, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Not at all. Um, he, this Lou writes, one thing I'm reading nearly everywhere about Lincoln Riley is that he's the preeminent quarterback whisper. And when Bob Stoops realized this and was ready to retire, he hired Lincoln Riley to take his place. Well, let me clarify one thing. Bob Stoops didn't hire Lincoln Riley to take over for him. He was his offensive coordinator. Bob retired and said, I think this is the guy. Secondly, I mean, look – Ask Texas A&M people, Arnie, what they think about Kyler Murray. Ask Texas Tech people what they think about Baker Mayfield. It's like, oh, he's the worst. Terrible. How dare he? They go to Oklahoma, and he develops them. So, yeah, he's really good at quarterback development. And listen, I mean, I'm not here to hate on him. He's going to USC. Good for right. him. Oklahoma's going to hire a good coach. Do you think it's important for him to take a quarterback from California uh, in the area, or it really doesn't make a difference? I don't know if it makes a difference or not, but he'll get Malachi Nelson likely to commit there. You know, he, he was committed in 2023, and I don't know if if Caleb Williams would transfer there. I mean, I again, I probably know way too much about this, but Caleb Williams and his dad were going to come to Oklahoma if they didn't have a scholarship, uh, scholarship offer, Arnie, because they wanted to play for Lincoln Riley. And so he ends up beating out Spencer Rattler to start his freshman year. Something tells me, and I love Oklahoma. It's where I live. It's where my family lives. I got a house here. But I don't think that it's going to be a situation where he goes, man, got to stay in Norman. SoCal just can't go. I I don't think that's going to be the case, especially knowing that uh, Lincoln Riley is there. Nature Boy writes, when Riley finds out California will tax him to the point he could have made more at an OKC junior college, he'll wish he never came to California. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty cool. Wow. And and then one more quick one. Uh, Authentic Allen, who's just been on fire with hate tonight. Maybe I missed something, but the Ravens are missing like 10 players on IR, and you guys are hating on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Lamar should be commended for even having his team in this position. Decimated secondary and three ribs gone. Where's Herbert? Again, it has to be an issue where if you – praise someone and don't praise Lamar Jackson, you're being anti. The dude did throw three picks tonight. So I don't know what you want us to say. And it took a ridiculous catch by Mark Andrews on two occasions to kind of bail Baltimore out. But I mean, I, I'm not here to hate on Lamar Jackson. He just didn't oh, play am. well tonight. I'm, no, I'm here to – first of all, they put up 10 points against the Dolphins, 16 against the Bears, and, uh, what, 16 against the Browns. That's not going to cut it when it gets to playoff time. they they got to figure out what the hell's going on with that offense. Everybody's got injuries, so don't give me that baloney. He puts up four interceptions. They'll lose by three touchdowns next time. So the Buccaneers, a game that we haven't talked about much today uh, – Ended up going on the road and winning at Indy. Bruce Arians was entertaining as always afterwards. Great win. I mean, coming here, this is a hard, hard place to win and uh, beat a really good football team who's playing good. Uh, it wasn't pretty the first 30, but it was real pretty the second 30. Um, part of me was telling Lenny to go down. And uh, so something like that wouldn't happen. Uh, but uh, obviously, we held on and did it. So uh, good team victory. Really good. You know, getting the turnovers, scoring off the turnovers. One of our better halves of football in the second half. Yeah, they uh, outscored him 24-7 in the second half. Brady was much better in the second half. And Leonard Fournette, 17 carries, 100 yards, and three touchdowns. Arnie, are the Buccaneers now back 
after their less than stellar performances against the Saints and Washington yeah, I, with back-to-back wins. I think they're back. That was a big victory. They lose that one. Next thing you know, they're down at the number five slot with the Rams there and um, in danger of fighting it out for a playoff spot or what happens. It, that was just a big victory for hanging out to the division too. So um, good for them for pulling it out. All right, when we come back on a Fox Football Sunday, we wrap it up with what you all came for, Arnie's Picks. Yes. Here with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Let me ask you a uh, do you buy this yeah. question. And, in fact, I want everyone in on it. Uh, I, the Sager may be out already as Eddie Garcia slides in for the Ben Maller Show, but thanks to Steve, his great work all night long. Uh, all the editors behind the scenes, the millions and millions of editors putting together our sound. Danny G, awesome job. Moved things around. Doug Gottlieb checked in. We heard from our buddy Todd Furman and Matt Verderam tonight. And Bobo, amazing as always. But L.A. Times has a report. That just broke tonight. And I want to see how much you guys buy this. It says it wasn't until Saturday night after Oklahoma's season ended with a loss that leaders at USC made their late night pitch directly to Riley. They sold him on the investments they'd made in Trojan football, the top tier talent he could pluck from Southern California, and the promise of leading a program in a major media market. Are you buying that? And by the way, we didn't get done with everything until midnight on Saturday night, Arnie. The team wasn't on the bus until midnight. Right. You got, I mean, are you buying that? I'm, no reason I to question the report. I told you that was the story. Well, that's the report I gave you earlier that 
um, because of the loss to Oklahoma State. Oh gosh, do you pat yourself on the back on everything tonight? No, no, no. I, well, I was my report. I said that's the report I gave you earlier that somebody put out that because of their loss. And I said, well, I didn't think one game would have made that much of a difference. But you made it said that you know had they won, they'd be in the championship game and. Uh, it would have been harder for him to leave. I'm thinking more of the long term thing, but that that report was mm. out there, and I didn't know it came from the LA Times though. What 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 do you think, Bobo? Uh, you buying that it wasn't until midnight last night that they made this con- or had this conversation, this offer to him? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. That's 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 tough, right? <laughs> that's tough, man. Danny, it sounds like when Magic Johnson was parked in his truck outside of LeBron James' yeah. house. <laughs> They were waiting until it was over. At midnight, I rang that doorbell. (laughs) Uh, But uh, according to this report, backup plans were put in place just in case he said no. Consideration was given to Dave Aranda and Iowa State's Matt Campbell. The belief is that Lincoln Riley wasn't even their top candidate, Arnie. Wow. It was Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, but Fickle had made it clear that he was staying at Cincinnati. Well, isn't his wife from Cincinnati? Or from well, Ohio he's got six yeah. kids. He's right, a, right, right. I right. think a couple sets of twins, so he's pretty set there. All right, interesting stuff as this story continues to develop. So what do you say? We wrap this show up in the only way that is possibly right. Artie Spanier with his picks. That no All one right. for. Let's go. Let's get at it, big boys. Let's go, of course, go championship games where Oregon's going to play Utah in the Pac-12 championship game out in Las Vegas. Utah's a a two-and-a-half-part favorite. Of course, they smoked Oregon, what was it, a couple weeks ago, and pretty bad. It's going to be tough to do it again, but Utah's on such a roll. What, five in a row, eight and nine? Um, That's good enough for me. I'm going to take Utah minus the two-and-a-half. Baylor and Oklahoma State. Going on a hunch here because Oklahoma State looks so good, but uh, I mean, Oklahoma, I mean, Oklahoma kind of had them there for a while until Oklahoma State came from behind. I'm going to go with Baylor, though, in this one. Because of the line, I'm going to get five. I think that's a little too much. So I'll take Baylor plus the five. I love Alabama. Love Alabama. I don't want the six and a half. I don't need the six and a half. I'll take the six and a half. As bad as they looked against Auburn, I don't know why. I kind of thought they were maybe taking a peek at Georgia there. Auburn caught him by surprise, did a great job defensively. I don't know if that's going to happen again. Maybe it's going to be a very low-scoring game over under 50. I'd probably take the under, but I love Alabama plus the 6.5. All right, give me Iowa. Am I getting 10.5 against Michigan? That seems like an inflated line. I'll take Iowa in that one. They might not win, but they'll keep it close. And I'm taking my Dolphins. Small line here, minus two and a half against the Giants. So there you have my picks. Two of them, as you please. No longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. Oh. I, you're not, thank you. Thank clap, you. clap, 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 clap. You're not going with uh, anything on Monday Night Football at all? No? No, I don't. I refuse to watch it or, or make a pick on that. Somebody wanted me to make a pick on the Golden State Suns games uh, because they play twice in the week. I'm like, come on, it's NBA right now. We can't do that. December. December 25th. Actually, it's December this week. December 25th, we'll have nonstop NBA talk. Don't wow. worry. We'll be there at some point. I think we will be. Uh, a couple of tweets I didn't get to, but I meant to. Uh, a lot of people are chiming in on some of your worst picks, but I'll save you on that. It's been a, a rough enough <laughs> night on that front. Uh, let's see here. Which I had a couple of. How many energy drinks did Arnie consume before the show? And is he reinstalling himself as the Tua hype machine, a machine leader? Next week, he'll be calling Tua the GOAT. 
over Dan Marino. He does look good, man. I've been on the Tua Bear wagon last couple of uh, you know last couple of games, so I'm staying on it right now. Uh, Pac-12 football guru, who's become my best friend on Twitter, writes, "Don't worry." Oh, you will still be better than Arizona for at least the next two or three years. Ouch. Ouch. I, I, your, boy, your basketball coach seems pretty good, so at least you got that. Ouch, uh, I got that going for us. And, and then one more. Fred writes, reserve your kudos, Plank, about the USC hire. Look at Chip Kelly at UCLA. If Lincoln wanted to make an impact, he should have coached Arizona. <laughs> Amen to that. You would have had a reason to complain about it. Oh, right? I would have loved that. I would have loved that. Um, and then Jason writes, I don't know why he would leave his current team, but the first team, uh, the first player, our first coach mentioned was Cliff Kingsbury. Jason, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, I think that was a, a paid tweet to Adam Schefter, so I'm very sad that there wasn't a hashtag ad next to that. All right, listen, next week we'll be recapping week 13 in the NFL. Week yes. 13. We've only got five more left for Bobo, Danny, and Steve. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Big Ben is next on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare thank you for traveling with amex platinum to your right you'll see oceanside relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property when booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.